right, yo, I want to say my only... piece on the tattoos, bro. For the sorry, lady. sorry, for sorry. all of your lady listeners out there. Which, for, okay, for the uh, let me. Which let I me don't know face. your demographic. For the one yeah, chick, I was listening. just about to say hi, Levi's mom. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the support. What is it, Poda? Hello. There we go. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Levi Weinstein and I'm your host. Did I say that too fast? I don't know, maybe. Anyway, this is the Graham Radio Podcast. And today on the show, we have my buddy Austin Schultz, who looks more shredded than I have ever seen him. We lived together in college and I mean, he was he was shredded in college and now it's just sort of ridiculous, which is not surprising because he just started a company called Boca Body with his buddy Sean. Boca Body is a health service and I mean, I... If you want to know more about it, just go to yourbocabody.com and listen to this podcast. And as always, follow Graham Radio on all platforms. Check out the post-game mixes. Check out the playlists on SoundCloud and Spotify. All right, let's get into the show. We were roommates. Remember when we were roommates in college? I don't want to say best roommate ever because that would be throwing every roommate under the bus. Say it. You were the most exotic roommate I've had. Exotic? Exotic is the word I'm going to use, and I'm going to stick to that. For a second, I thought you were about to say exhausting, which Mm. I think No, no. For everyone listening to this, listen up. When I I went to the room with Levi, I'm very reserved. I I fucking met this kid and was like, oh, he's very outgoing. I think I'm in a room with him. As soon as we move in together, day one, this kid brings in a van, a truckload full of like towels, banners, flags, memorabilia, and literally covered our entire wall. Carpets. We had like <laughs> the whole wall was full of like just decorations, artwork, and I brought guitars. In, yeah, I brought in nothing. I was like, Jesus. I I thought I was gonna go shopping, but I didn't have to. I'm an artsy fuck. Yeah, it was artsy, artsy, artsy. <laughs> well, I mean, what'd you think of it? Did you like it, dude? It was super expressionful. I Yo, what it. if right now you were like. And I've been holding this yeah. in for three years. I fucking hated it. <laughs> Not the vibe, Levi. Not the vibe I was going for. Yeah. No, but it was actually cool. Yeah, I we, appreciated dude, that. Dude, it was fun living with you. So, Austin Schultz, uh, you're wearing a Boca Body shirt over oh, yeah. the last few years. I mean, well, your whole life you've been super into working out. Dude, what is Boca Body? Let's hear about it. Dude, Boca Body is health mastery. Boca Body is health mastery. So, there is a billion personal training companies out there. A billion health programs, nutrition programs. So how the hell do you stand out, right? Dude, we have access to Google. We have access to all the information. In Wait, the how, is that, how is that standing out? How is, how, is, how is having access to Google standing out? Because I think everyone has access to Google. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Everyone in the world has access to Google. Every answer is on the internet right now. So how do you get in shape? Dude, just fucking Google it, right? So why would I create a company that is based off, basically you could just Google the answer. So if you wanna lose weight, if you wanna gain fat, if you wanna do, be the best version of yourself, dude, all the answers are out there, right? So the only reason to excel over someone else is if you learn from experience. A lot of people look up to me, a lot of people look up to my business partner, Sean, and we have a look, we have performance that people are very, very sought, that people sought after. So we try to start a company that basically uses our own experience and shows them and so they don't have to waste their own time figuring out what Ooh, it uses that. their own experience yeah because dude if you, what do you mean if you google fat loss like and you get a program you're gonna have to dick around and like go figure it out for yourself like what actually works dude i've spent my whole life already i've already spent my whole life sean has spent his whole life figuring this stuff out figuring out what works so 
we're basically just showing people how easy it really is. You know what I mean? And like we're, we have extraordinary results. I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but we're very, very different. I mean, dude, people. you're shredded. Yeah, unbelievably. And more so, it's like mental performance, mental cognition. Um, it's just an overall health and wellness approach, every walk of life. So people that are in the 1%, the highest like fitness achievers, if you really want to be the best version of yourself, that's what, that's kind of our market. Those are the people that we're really attracting, and it's amazing. So that's how we're separating ourselves from uh, competition. Okay, so it's kind of like uh, you could easily Google and figure out that you just eat less calories yes. than uh, than. Dude, you said it yourself. Than, you you understand how fat loss. Wait, works. wait, less calories than what? Consumed. Wait, wait. So if you're eating less calories than you're burning, then you're going to be losing. If fat. you're eating less calories than you're burning, okay, yeah, because there's no surprise here that you can say that a lot more properly than i could of course of course but yeah. on a simple scale that's mm -hmm. literally the only formula for fat loss yeah if you just eat less than you're consuming or burning you're gonna lose fat so like uh but obviously there's how, a lot of how nuance. does uh how, how does that relate to mental clarity so mental clarity think about this levi your and everyone listening your brain is a physical part of your body it's an organ right so like it only operates as efficiently as your whole entire being is healthy so it does matter what types of food what timings of food how much movement you're getting how much oxygen you're actually getting the blood flow to your brain all of these little nuances matter and people don't think about that stuff they think about just the six-pack you know what i mean when they see the picture they're like oh i want to get ripped but they don't understand that like if you do it properly you experience the byproduct of every result. Like sex drive goes up, your mental clarity goes up, your skin is cleared, you get shredded in the process, right. your confidence goes up. Like right. it, everything's a byproduct if you just do it the right way. Don't do a lot of people do it just to, for the singular result of just losing like 20 pounds. And that's never the right reason to do it because you're going to do it the wrong way. If you do it the one right way, which I've learned finally over my experience, basically I call it the way to true health. And we coined it as the Boca Body Method. So my partner and I- Dude, are... I can't believe that you guys got the name <laughs> Boca Body. Yeah, man. It's actually incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I came up, I was born and raised in Boca and, you know, came up with it myself, designed the logos myself, and uh, kind of imp impressed by the fact that I kind of surprised myself actually by the creative- uh, idea that came I mean out dude it's it. just a simple it's it's a simple name it's perfect super simple yeah. super simple I kept the logo is I literally created it in two it's minutes. a fucking sun two minutes bro clip that, art that's amazing that's yeah. fucking amazing oh my god dude can you do anything about my fucking knee bro because Sean I, can really the guy is fucking crazy head biomechanist at Boca Body he literally knows everything about he's the a human. biomechanist biomechanist where'd he go to school sports athletic trainer um where did Sean go to school? Oh, my God. I shouldn't know that about Sean. Get him on the phone. Call him. Yo, I'm calling him right now. That's a great idea. Yeah, let's get him on the phone. Dude, his experience is unmatched, Wait, though. so he is like a chemist? Or, or not Not a chemist. He's just like a, like a, a sports scientist? Ba sports licensed athletic trainer. Damn. What's up, brother? Yo, Sean, you're on blast right now. You're on the podcast. Um, where did you go to school? Wait, hold on. That's sort of a dick question to ask. <laughs> hold on, Sean. Wait, let me say what's up. Let me say what's up. What's up, Sean? How you doing? I'm good. That was Jesus Christ. That was the most aggressive. <laughs> I wanted way to know the answer, bro. To ask someone. Hey, I'm a straight so, shooter. Hey, no, this is what you said. 
Hey, Sean, you're on blast. Where did you go to school? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the most aggressive shit ever. So, Sean. I, um, I enjoy, I enjoy um, aggressive people, no passive people in my life. So yeah, I like, like that. Wow. It's my business funny. partner, bro. Let me talk to him the way I talked to him. That was probably the coolest thing <laughs> that I've ever heard anybody say. Um, so, yeah, we're talking about just like Boca Body and uh, mental clarity and how it relates to like everyone kind of wants a fucking six pack, but they don't realize that the benefits of working out actually go to your brain for mental clarity. So right. Schultz was telling me that you're like the resident. Uh, what was what'd you say? What'd you say? Head biomechanist. The head biomechanist specializes in movement. Right. And pain-free movement. That's fucking sick. So can you, wait, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so biomechanics is basically just movement of the human body. Um, it's, it all comes down to vectors, differential equations, and really understanding anatomy, origin insertions of the muscles, tendons, ligaments, so that you can properly uh, perform exercises and prescribe exercises to avoid pain, give people the benefit of pain-free movement with the benefit of looking more aesthetic and again having more mental acuity and all the things that austin speaks about nice i, I like the sound of this um and it goes beyond my education level um dude like how'd you uh how'd you figure all this stuff out yeah so uh i, I was luckily lucky enough to go to school um to study anatomy um i went to the university of north florida up in jacksonville um, and so I was lucky enough to take gross anatomy, basically where you dissect human cadavers. You really get dived. Damn, wait, human cadavers, dude. Yeah, sure. Wait, so how does like dissecting a human cadaver teach you about um people who are living and working out? Yeah, and, so and and like mental clarity. Basically, it's more so the anatomy. Um, you just basically learn every single muscle insertion, every single tendon, every single artery, every single nerve, every single bony tuberosity in the entire body. Wait, what was that last word? Bony tuberosity. So like the femur, for example, it has uh, the greater trochanter. It has little bony prominences that are very important because a lot of muscles attach to that that portion. Whoa. Bo- you know, bo- uh, bony tuberosity was my nickname in high school. <laughs> That was boner tuberosity. Oh, yeah, that was boner tuberosity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but basically, um, that's Uh, more of the anatomy side. When you understand the anatomy, you understand how it connects to the mind, the body, the nerves. It's all interconnected. So that's where my knowledge lies. Now, where we kind of created basically the best program and the best company in the world, in my opinion is Austin's experience with his uh, theoretic knowledge and, and the things that he studied his whole life with my knowledge of the human body. And we've connected that to create the most uh, uh, interconnected way to educate individuals. The golden ratio. Damn. Wait, wait what's the golden ratio? Or, or I'll, I'll ask Schultz. I'll, I'll ask you with the with oh, golden we'll ratio. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Sean, dude, thank you so much. Jesus Christ, that was loud. <laughs> dude, thank you so much for your input, bro. Yeah, you got it, brother. Peace. Peace. Dude, Sean's a cool guy. Dude, I fuck with Sean. Sean is great. Sean's the man. I'm a, I am fly solo, you know that. But, dude, this guy elevates my entire game. Like, dude, I've been training my whole life. This guy trains me. Like, it, how? In the, dude, in the gym. Like, in the gym, outside the gym. Like, he literally enhances my life. The kid is very, very sharp. How'd you meet him? 
Uh, I've, I've known him since high school. You know him, I, him okay, since high school, cool. and then I how did you get reconnected with him, dude? Intuition, bro. I gave I saw like an Instagram post on him, and I was like, wow, I'm gonna reach out to this guy. Throw an idea by him a few months ago. I ran it by him, and I was like, yo, let's meet for coffee and let's sit down and go over some things. And uh, sat down with the kid, looked me in the eye for like five seconds, and I was like, dude, this guy is sharp. Let's fucking do this. Um, and me and him have been on the same page ever since. Dude, yeah. nice. When, when are you going to make a move on him? <laughs> Don't tell him. Now he's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> nah, strictly business, bro. There's no sustained <laughs> inter. You can't, you can't mix relationships and business. I don't know, man. You guys might. Uh, I, thought you, I thought you were inclusive, dude. Nah, dog. Nah, you're not. Okay, no, that's cool, no, man. No. <laughs> I don't know. Christmas is right around the corner, though. Yeah, what are you going to get him for Christmas? I already got him something. What'd you get him? I can't say that shit. Wait, um, wait when are you releasing this? Uh, b- b- after Christmas. You swear? Or if I don't release if I don't release this after Christmas, then I'll bleep it out. Oh, you're going to go beep? Okay, yeah. all right. Deal, yeah. deal, deal. I what are you getting him? I got Sean King of uh, like a really fucking dope hey listeners uh rather than me bleep out a good 11 seconds i decided just to talk right here okay let's get back into it that's true would you ever get a tattoo (laughs) no no i thought about it a lot i just i'm not certain on what i would get I'm going to keep it clean. And that means that you just shouldn't get one if you're not certain. No, what exactly. My expression is Okay, wait. If you if okay. okay, let's say that I had a gun in my room right now. Yo. Okay, what kind of gun? Um How far away were you stay? Could I overpower Glock. you? Could a I Glock. overpower you? No. Or? Okay, no, shit. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah, you're, you're you're tied down and there's three people in the room. Yo. Me with a gun pointed at you, at your fucking beautiful face. Oh man. You tied down to tied to the wall and uh some and a tattoo artist. <laughs> <laughs> named uh named uh named steve oh his name is steve yeah dude i'd have to get the tattoo well, that, but that means that he's a good tattoo artist yeah i know um, i kind of trusted steve. now gun to your head my gun to your head in my room and steve's looking right at you with the tattoo what what tattoo are you gonna it, oh, can, it can be any tattoo what get? tattoo are you gonna get oh dude i'm gonna get one down my spine the biggest fucking tattoo all the way every single chakra of my body there's gonna be six and then a seventh one on the back of my neck uh you wait you're gonna get chakras Oh yeah, chakra. I don't even know what a chakra is. <laughs> They're energy centers inside of your body. They're energy centers inside of your body. See, this yes. is why I need a fucking resident Googler to look shit up, so that I could figure out what this is. I mean, dude, that kind of sounds like Riley Reed's tattoo. You know who Riley Reed is? I know you. It, it's I it's know. actually kind of does look like I Riley know, Reed's tattoo. I know who you know that you know who Riley Reed is. I, I do. If I the do, listeners, I, uh, I saw her on a podcast once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've read articles about Riley Reed. Um, for the <laughs> listeners, she's a she's a porn star. Um, yeah, and she has tattoos down her back of, like, of Chinese symbols. Yeah, I'm So basically you. what you're saying is that you take your tattoo inspiration But they're not from Chinese. Reed. They're not Chinese. They're not Chinese? Um, ooh, they're very symmetrical. They're li- oh, yes. this one, this one kind of yes. looks like a Jewish they, star. Um, they all have cool. uh, a specific meaning. Wow. What's your favorite chakra? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say the crown chakra, bro. The crown chakra. You can't say you have a favorite. Right, Sahas Sahasrana. <laughs> it looks like a lotus flower. Whoa. Dude, my friend's girlfriend wants to get a fucking lotus flower tattoo, and her reasoning for it is because they bloom out of the mud. <sighs> oh, wow. <laughs> fucking so deep and interesting. Cool, dude. Bro. <laughs> and it's so original. I've never seen a chick with a fucking lotus yeah. flower tattoo. It all depends where she's going to get it to. 
You know what? I'm thinking about getting a tattoo of like a bunch of birds flying away. I like, think you, you know. should do that on your ribcage. Oh my god, that'd be yeah. so dope. But first, get your Boca body. Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Here's what I'm gonna get. Shredded. I'm gonna get only God can judge me tattooed across my chest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one else can judge you. I think that'd be God. sick. I think that'd be sick. Yeah. Okay, wait. What's like another really basic tattoo that no people get? No regrets. No regrets. And yeah, mom. yeah. Mom. Well, that's more of like a sailor tattoo. What's like yeah, a no What's like a here. basic bitch ass tattoo? Like uh, you got the tramp stamp. That's classic. Oh my God, dude. Can you imagine um, that, like, you if you you got a tramp stamp when oh, dude, they were trendy, dude? Yo, you know what I think is so fucking ridiculous? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I was about to say behind the ear tattoos. Okay, so <laughs> when we were in college and late high school, it was very trendy for chicks to get uh, behind the ear tattoos, and I have always thought the same fucking shit about it. You're getting a head tattoo. Like, you're basically getting a neck tattoo if you're getting a fucking tattoo behind your ear. Like, that is way too close to, like... Yeah. Like, yeah dude, so I, I worked uh, I worked in a law firm um, during my last year of law, of law school, and one of the head attorneys at the law firm went to college at Tulane. Like, I should, that, either, that either she went to law school there or undergrad there. I think undergrad. And she has a gigantic saint's tattoo right oh that's bold. like 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 right behind her ear wow. but it like bleeds onto her neck and by the way this this lady one of the best lawyers and nicest people i've ever met so fucking good good at her job super cool she actually retired from the firm to join like the peace corps or something like yeah. like she or like some non-profit or some shit super fucking cool person but dude first thing that i saw was her fucking gigantic stupid tattoo <laughs> like so fu- like really fu- i'm sorry but right. that's just, i'm gonna, I'm gonna just, say my stupid piece on tattoo ta- i'm gonna say my piece on tattoos I'm yeah please because i don't have any and i wouldn't get any i've seen some bad tattoos hey, wait wait sorry sorry before you get into it i just want to say and the listeners know i have a tattoo that <laughs> that i regret getting it's like it's, it's just the same a fucking tattoo fact. that I would have got. We were in the same fraternity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I chose not to. Yeah, I was uh, I was drunk at the time, and I chose not to because we weren't even really that drunk though. Like we were uh, all in it. We weren't even that drunk, bro. Maybe you weren't. Nah, I was bro, sleeping. bro. I was sleeping. Bro. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah. That was like that's yeah, the whole inside yeah. joke that you were asleep during all the pleasure treat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, we we weren't even that fucking drunk, dude. Our pleasure treat was pretty whack. Like it was pretty. We yeah. basically just hung out in a hotel room when it was raining. Like or it, it just rained. It was, no, it was gloomy outside. It wasn't even yeah. raining. Then we went to like fucking David Buster's. Woohoo! What are we fucking eight? <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like, all right, dude, yo, I want to say my only... piece on the tattoos, bro. For the sorry, late. sorry, for sorry. all of your lady listeners out there. Which, for, okay, for the uh, let me. Which let me I don't rephrase. know your demographic. For the one but, yeah, chick, I was listening. just about to say hi, Levi's mom. So <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for the support. What is it, Poda? Yeah, Poda. Poda. That's so funny. I remember your cookbook in uh, college. We cooked the wings. Fire. Oh, fire! Dude. Thank you for that. Oh my Poda. god. Um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> tattoos. I'm very aesthetic. It doesn't matter if you have a tattoo or a billion of them. If they look sexy, bro, on a girl. That's it, man. Like, if you have an infinity symbol, even if it's the most cliche tattoo of all time, and if it looks good, you got the earrings on, you got a little infinity symbol, you're nice and dressed up, and you're, like, cute, I think that's, like, hot, dude. Well, dude, yeah, if a hot chick... It's aesthetics. Dude, if a a hot chick is wearing a fucking cape and a Batman suit, then she looks hot. Like, (laughs) if you're hot, then you can do whatever... Then whatever you do just looks hot on you because, like... You have a tush and and boobs. Yeah, well, you know, pick wait, your yo, poison. Wait. You yo, know, can we just talk about boobs really quick, dude? Yeah. Boobs are nice. I'm a boob bro. guy, dude. I, I am. A I'm a butt guy. guy, but dude, boobs love boobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dude. I used the word exotic earlier. They're exotic. 
You can wait. So you're saying that I had boobs when we lived together? Because you said that I was exotic. Oh, you did have boobs. What the lived. fuck? Well, well you, you okay. Had both. Wait. You want to know why I had boobs? Because that was when I was the greatest man for Sigdel, and I was just eating nonstop. Yeah, you were eating I, dude, food. I got up to like 208 pounds. Like I was dude, so, you're so fucking short fat. too. I oh I know, dude. <laughs> I'm five nine. It, like if I'm wearing like Nike Air Maxes. Like, dude, <laughs> if if I'm weighing 208 pounds or or however fucking much. At my height, dude, I was so fucking fat. Like, oh, I remember. I, right, dude, yeah, man. Right right after that. Um, we made the bet right after that. What, the, what bet? Uh, the quesarito at Chipotle <gasps> bet. Oh, yeah. Wait, I, I remember the the result of that was just us eating quesaritos. But what yeah. was the bet? The bet, dude, it was Ambitious Levi was like, Schultz, I'm going to work out who, I'm gonna work out more than you in the next month. Oh, my God. And I was looking at him like, are you like – are you doing this on purpose? Like, I what, think what's I, your... okay. I don't. I honestly. It don't... wasn't about the quesarito. It was right. about you, like being accountable and going okay, to the gym yeah. more. I don't think that. Okay, like I, honestly, I don't remember that. But I mean, I, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I just don't remember it. Yeah. I probably made that bet in, in order to motivate myself that's to go exactly, work out, dude. I know that's exactly what it is. That had nothing to do. With so the yeah, I we definitely both... had. T- I like, definitely had some tits. So whoever won the bet or whoever lost the bet had to buy two quesaritos. Yeah, and dude, we ate those quesaritos. Oh my god, they were the greatest thing of all they time. They were so good, dude. Immediate what's what's your guilty coma. pleasure food? Oh, chocolate, bro. Chocolate? Do like, bar do you, do you have like night. a specific type of chocolate? Dark chocolate, eighty percent. There's so many brands, bro. So, I like, literally the... try a new one every time, every day. Okay, okay, that's nice. I like the Hu brand. Do you know what my so guilty pleasure is? Expensive. What's your guilty pleasure, bro? Like, oh my! What? Wait, do you know what it is? I'm trying to think. Um, wait, I have what? No idea. Wait, just say, say what you think it is. Uh, say it. It's uh. Wait, hold on. Wait. I, yeah, I, I, I feel like wings. I feel like you want. Wait, what did you say? What did you just say? I've seen you eat chicken wings. Like wait, wait. Like what did you just say? Man. Just there. Did you say a joint? Did you just say no, that? No. Oh, oh I thought that, I thought that's what the you just joint said. Joint is a guilt, guilty pleasure. Joints and chicken wings. Joints and chicken wings? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Because you were mouthing something to me. I was like, what Like, uh, what, what were you just mouthing to me? Xanax, bro. Oh, Xanax? Yeah, Xanax. No, 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 no. That's not that. Ew. No, 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 no. Ew. I mean, dude. Really? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, Xanax, I mean, if you're feeling anxious, then Xanax is important. But, like, obviously in college, we, like, fucking definitely dabbled a little bit. I with, never like, took Xanax in my life. Really? You never took Xanax? Oh, really, really. That's, oh, why. Yeah. That's why. I mean, dude. I don't know. I definitely took a few Zans in college for rec- like recreational purposes, but um, <laughs> fucking um, God, we really got off track there. No, no it? judgment, but dude, you would that you would do Xanax and then eat the chicken wings. Like I've never seen anyone. What eat chicken, chicken wings? Wing. Wait, what chicken wings? From where? From where? Uh, what the fuck was that? The Hobbit. Yeah. Hobbit. 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 Yeah. Oh. Man. oh my God, dude. I was. God damn. I was. Such am a I fatty. right or am I right, dude? Yeah, that's yeah. Like, you were right. I did. That's that. a guilty pleasure. I, I definitely did that. I definitely did that a few times. Um. I don't. I don't do that type of shit anymore, bro. I, I was. You don't. I was you so look, you fucking look amazing right now. Bro. Thank you. you. Definitely don't eat Hobbit wings every day again. No. <laughs> yeah, Hobbit wings and Sigdelt mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude. Yeah, my guilty pleasure food is a tuna sub from Subway with a root beer. Bro. Really, bro? Honestly, I had that dude. back in college. It was pretty good. Bro, amazing. Fucking love bro, root beer. tuna subs from Subway. That shit gets me going, dude. Yeah, oh the spotters. I mean, oh yeah, dude. Yo, I. I, I went to NSU Law. Like there, there's oh, a, the yeah. the OG spot is is right next to it, dude. Yeah, I've dude. dude my mom sure. would literally text me and be like, Levi, I need you to bring home a quarter pound of tuna from Laspadas. Oh my god. And then I would forget, and she gets super pissed. For everyone listening to this, Laspadas is the greatest sub place in the world, dude. It's amazing. What yeah. do you get there? 
Dude, the monster. I've tried it all. The, the monster is amazing. Yep, amazing. The monster is amazing. You have to get the sweet peppers. I dude, I get both. I get the hot and to. the sweet peppers. Oh, I get both too. Mm-hmm. You just have to. You yeah. have to. Um, the tuna there, it wrapped in the turkey. It's called the barefoot. Wait, what? Dude, I haven't tried this. Dude, it's a it's a tuna sub, like normal La Spada's dope tuna sub. Yeah. But they wrap it. You know how they wrap it at the end too? Yeah. They wrap it in turkey breast. What? Wait, yeah. what's it called? The barefoot. I'm pretty the, sure. The barefoot. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Down. I'm gonna write. Set an alarm. I am gonna write that shit. Tell down. the people. The barefoot. All right, yo, Levi. What do you want to talk about, bro? What do you want to talk about? I don't know. I feel like we've we been. We feel like two white stuff. chicks talking about food. Yeah, dude. Oh, we talk about everything, bro. Um, here. Well, uh, I wrote down a few questions for yeah, you. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, um, what is is there a most important muscle to work out? Ooh, is there a most important muscle? Your mind muscle. No. Whoa. The most important muscle, if you want to get physical, is the core. It's the transverse abdominis. It's your obliques. It's your, it's your rectus. It's like the lower core. Like you want your whole core to work because that's what holds all your extremities together. That's what helps you perform. Uh, Sean would probably say there isn't one. There's a few, uh, but you would have to work from the ground up, meaning you would start from the feet. You would go up to the legs. Wait, how do you work out your feet? It's just stability. So you would have So like yoga? Well, yeah, yoga. Def dude, yoga is a nest like necessity. But I I'm, I'm specifically talking about feet here. For feet like dude, like jump rope type stuff, like lock your knees and really Okay. Yeah, really start like strengthening your ankle stability. Your I mean, dude, what, what inti- when I do Levi, what, what, intimacy yeah, sure. with the ground. Mm-hmm. You have to have that connection with the ground because like gravity's going to be constantly pulling it's it's gravity is a constant force right? It's constantly pulling you downwards towards the earth. Whether you're sitting, you're going to be hunched over. Whether you're standing, you're going to be pulled down at all times. When you're laying down, gravity is going to be pulling you. So when you're standing most of the day, standing or sitting, you want your feet to be very strong. That's the foundation, bro, of your whole body. So Wow, I love that. Yeah. 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 So Sean really, really he, I mean, he structures the workouts for you. If you want to talk about workouts, you got to talk to that guy. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking in loopy land in my spiritual, like, theoretical connections. But so I it think, is a good uh, combo, you and him. Absolutely, it's the best. Con- honest to God, it's the best combo of all time. Um, it, it, dude, go working out goes way beyond the physical body. You have the biggest thing is the why behind everything. Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. If you don't know the why, or everything I do, bro, I, I do it with purpose. So, like, what's the why behind uh, your core being the most important muscle? It's it's involved in every movement, nearly every movement. Okay. Does swimming really activate every muscle? Is that true? Dude, it swimming, uh, it depends. Like, yeah, it does. It really, really does. It depends. Like, I think the regular stroke does. What's it called? The freestyle? Yeah, freestyle. Yeah, the freestyle yeah. stroke. Um. If you're really going in, yeah, definitely. It's the fluidity mostly that matters. The, the, the fluidity. The fluidity in which your body's moving when you swim. There's like the force isn't forced or like rigid. It's fuck. It's very fluid. I don't know what the hell just happened to my elbow there. Um, <laughs> well, can you say the same thing about like running? Because when you're running, you're, it's like a Absolutely, fluid motion. Absolutely, but most people, 99% of people are not going to make running very fluid. Why? Why? Just because of their structure. The, it's very poor. You mean their form when they're running? Form, form, um, the structure. Even myself, man, like as in tune as I'm as tune is in tune as it gets, and I still have a tr- trouble running with perfect form. I can run pain free. Okay, you know sometimes when I run, um, 
I try to just like focus on just keeping my lower back kind of straight, like like kind of like straight and like mm-hmm. my chest, chest out, chest which, up, I, which I feel like it looks yeah, sort of weird, good. but it, it makes me just like feel, it makes me more comfortable when I run. No, you're you're doing it right, actually. Yeah. Well, that, well, shit, man, that's Running good. Running the balls of your feet, trying to make every step as least impactful. Wait, the uh, as the possible. balls of my feet are like it, that's. Like, nope, right, that's your heel. That's my the back heel. Of the, don't run on the back so, of your foot, everybody. Don't run on the back of my the, foot. Run up here. Not your right below your toes is the balls of your feet. Like right here. Yep. Sometimes okay. there'll be a heel strike, which is fine, but it's gonna be. Wait, a what's a heel strike? When your heel touches the ground first. Okay. That's totally fine. That's normal. Oh, I feel like I but always do. I feel yeah, like I run with the you balls do, of my feet. But don't let, with the don't heel. let the heel strike the ground very hard. Okay. Let that be very very uh, light. Yeah, what What are your thoughts on like? Uh, running with shoes with a lot of padding versus running uh, with shoes with not a lot of padding. Uh, I've done barefoot. I like barefoot. I like shoes with. Dude, it's shoes are, just make it comfortable. Do it. What about the benefit of like running on the beach? Because I, I feel Sean, like that would be real. I feel like that would be really good with, uh, for your feet. The beach is the best, but don't run by the water. I used to always do that, right? Why? There's a slight slant. There's a slight slant, and dude, that makes a huge difference. So when you're gonna run, you actually got to run in a flat surface in like the thick sand. You know what I mean? Like you really do. Otherwise, you will f up your whole like back, <laughs> hips. Oh, one's gonna be higher than the other. It's like the same thing when you sit in your wall. Wow, wow. Your hips will shift. Wow, dude. Man. It's it's literally every everything you do, everything you say. There's gonna be a nuance to it, mm-hmm. right? That's where I come in, bro. I'm and the the source behind that is the self awareness. That's what I teach. The, the the basically being aware of every single decision and choice you make everything has a purpose behind it right right the second you don't think about it you're unconscious well yeah uh, a similar thing that i think about sometimes is like if you don't know why you're doing something then you're acting illogically cuz it's like uh, when when you when you make decisions with a purpose then those are lo- God, I've said this in you're a much right, better. You're on the right track. I've said this I in a much saying. better way before. Like, it's important to be logical because then you know why you're doing what you're doing. God, yeah, fuck. You, know, I, you know the why. You know the purpose behind. Yeah, it. exactly, exactly, exactly. But I mean, are you being illogical if you're doing something purely for pleasure, or no, or or is that just Dude, bad? Pleasure and and desires are vices. Um, I don't want to get into that, but. They're, they can definitely override your um, logical brain, like just by I mean, sensory pleasures, for example. I, well, I, I think eat. that it's important to have pleasure in your Absolutely, life, though. Absolutely, yeah. bro. This is where people can find their own balance. But when you, for example, I'm going to go with eating because this is something everyone. That I struggle with. Everyone I struggle with, Sean struggles with, the whole world struggles with. everyone. And the only reason I say that is because everybody has their vices everybody has their guilty pleasures even if my guilty pleasures are one percent and someone else's is 50 percent, we still have them right so i've experienced it i at some point in my life i had no idea what i was doing but anyway when i eat something and it tastes really really good like, like dark, what like give me an example let's go with dark chocolate bro oh, is that yeah. the hell it's healthy right it's categorized as somewhat healthy i have no idea okay i'm just gonna go with the fact that like What's the purpose? Like, I could eat it every single day, and I do, because that's my guilty pleasure almost. But, like, it it serves some purpose, but it's not fully the best thing I could be doing. You know what I mean? Maybe someone else is doing it worse by over- doing a whole dinner that doesn't serve them a purpose. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, fast food. 
know what I mean? I, I, that's like worse than a chocolate bar. Hold on a second. I'm calling bullshit on your guilty pleasure. Why? Because you don't do a guilty pleasure every single day. Like, a guilty pleasure is something that you know is fucking terrible for you, but you do it, like, once or twice a year just because you fucking, like, oh, like, you fucking love it. Yeah. What's your fucking guilty pleasure, bro? Is are it nachos? You, are you talking about food? I'm talking about food. Dude, I am so fucking good with it. I don't do it. Are you serious? You, I, you don't have a single guilty pleasure dude, when it comes to I food? Dude, I used to. I used to. I, dude, I, I loved pizza, I guess. Yeah. Like, I used to love pizza. I don't. I've had pizza, but I don't Bro, I'm calling cat so hard. Nah, don't, look at me. I mean, dude, you're a sexy bitch, but like, there's gotta be something that you yo, like, okay, lo- yo, that you love. Something. Like, bro, a fucking like. Uh, bro, the, I'm gonna explain something to you, bro. What? When you get to a point of no return, uh huh, you the the pros outweigh the cons. I mean, dude, you're mar- right. Let me better word economics. This is economics such bullshit. No. The marginal utility. Oh my god, marginal yeah. utility, my ass. Fuck bro, off, dude. You have. Some sort of guilty pleasure Dude, la- that you last love night. Eating. I had sushi. Okay. I don't even count that as bad at all. I mean, that's not good for you. It's not the best, but I guess it's a guilty pleasure if that's if that's the road you want to take. Okay. Rice and fish. You know, maybe the difference between you and I is that I have multiple guilty pleasures, <laughs> <laughs> and you have like none. Like, okay, my my. That's main- what I'm saying. But I have mine though. It's uh-huh. it's just at a different level with regards to that. It's just like a different type of thing because you. That's my interest. You, you like yeah like you have purpose with your guilty pleasure because you use yes. you use dark chocolate. Yes. Yeah. I minimize my. Wait, risk wait. So what's dark reward. chocolate useful for? Dude, it's like libido. It's like really really good mood enhancer. Um, it's <laughs> serotonin dopamine. It gets you happy. Bro, uh, it's I, satiation. Yo, I have I lie. use that serotonin dopamine thing that you explained to me so much. It's like oh, understanding the why. Yeah, 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 dude. Think of that. It's like foregoing uh, pleasure now, i.e., dopamine, for long-term benefits, i.e., serotonin. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like studying for the bar exam. It's yes. like yeah, while I was studying for the bar exam, I could have been like at the beach, sitting on my ass, listening to Grateful Dead, uh, and every once in a while looking at a case book, yeah. or I could be grinding my fucking ass off in the library for like, dude. When I found out that I passed the bar exam, I cried. And so did my mom, and it was beautiful. And that right there was like serotonin. that right there was some fucking serotonin. That was some serotonin action going yeah, on that, right there. So yeah. for everyone listening, uh, this is the best. Can you put your phone on uh, silent? What is it, a fucking library? It's a podcast, but yeah, I know. Playing with you. So for everyone listening, the difference between dopamine and serotonin is the best. If just knowing the difference, knowing the why, is so important to go through your life knowing that. So the difference is dopamine is a short-term pleasure. If you eat something like a piece of cupcake or a cake, you're going to get five seconds of like, oh, I feel really good. And as soon as that chocolate is gone, you're going to feel like shit, right? You're going to be like, oh, why did I eat that? That's me every time after I eat a tuna sub from Subway. Anything, short-term pleasures, right? If you know it's a short-term pleasure. Jerking off. Jerking off. You're going to get an immediate, as soon as you're done, you're like, Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but also, it can be kind of good because it's like, yeah, it, it's, dude, it's better than texting like yeah. that chick. You know what I mean? Have you ever had sex, Levi? Have I ever had sex? Yeah. Talk yes. about. Yes. Why? Difference. Who's asking? Why? Who said that I haven't? I got a few numbers. I've had sex. Ready. I've had sex. <laughs> what? You don't. don't what? Who said that I haven't had sex? <laughs> I have. Dude, there's, there's a few people calling you out, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'll show you the emails. <laughs> emails? There's a scandal going on, man. Listen, they say man. you're not cool. What? Back in college, bro. I've had. 
sex? <laughs> no one believes you. I believe you, though. Okay. Room 132. Listen, bro. You, <laughs> you, 132 used to get laid. <laughs> That's a fucking fact right there. Good times. So after you wait, have wait, sex, bro, serotonin is released, right. and you feel amazing. Mm-hmm. That's the it, yeah. That's, it's like sitting there, like laying there with the with the girl, yes, and yes. you're just like ah. just like you studying for the bar exam when you spent all those times studying, making the sacrifices to abstain from the dopamine responses. Like, right. do I get up? Do I not study? Do I go to the beach? Do I look at my phone for a little bit? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So basically, abstaining from that to fulfill yourself even more so later on yeah so and that it's it's you you pick your own balance again i have my own balance and it's more extreme than most but i really enjoy the struggle versus the pleasure response i like to put in a lot of work with a lot of no dopamine. I mean, I live my. I live, I'm not a stick in the mud. I live my life. I go outside. I mean, dude, some dopamine is great. St- bro, everything, everything in moderation, bro. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I, my balance, I actually prefer the very extreme end of the uh, spectrum. With yeah, sacrifice. I mean, it's important, dude, and it's good for like long term success, man. Yeah. It's like it that's is. why people stay in school for super long amounts of time so that they can come out and be a doctor or a lawyer or a fucking uh, workout instructor or <laughs> what, what? What would you? What would you uh, title yourself? I am the CFO, so the co-founder of Boca Body, but my operations. Well, CFO is chief financial officer, not co- not co-founder. Yeah, no, it's. I'll show you right now. It's co-founder. CFO. Yeah. That stands for chief. Dude, just just Google CFO and see what comes up. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you. What is C? Just did l- I say CFO? Literally, just Google oh, CFO. What, what does it say? What What are you looking at? You fuck. Co. Don't look up co-founder. No, look- no, I'm looking up co-owner abbreviation. Hold on, hold the phone. Okay. Because that would suck. I'm telling you, bro. No, it does stand for chief financial officer. I know for a fact. Uh, yeah, that's what I just said. I also, that's what I said. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Wait, you hold the phone. Let me show you. Let me. You're show holding you. the phone. I'm gonna show you the acronym. Okay. Oh, it's CO, huh? Okay. Oh, you're right. You're. Right. I'll admit it. You're right. I'm wrong. Oh, there you go. You fucking idiot. Yeah. You, you don't even know your own goddamn position. Nope. I'm sorry. That was a little I'm bit s- mean by me. That was mean. That hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Twist the knife, bro. I'm sorry, bro. I feel like we were really good roommates in college. We were. Man. We had so much fun, man. We were. Um, what was that show that we been talking on? Wait, which one? Survivor. Uh, Bachelor. Oh my god! Not the Bachelor, but Survivor. <laughs> we watched the Bachelor once. Bro, we watched so much Survivor. Survivor was the show. Dude, that was so good. Game actually, of Thrones. Actually, yeah, yeah. I mean, Thrones. I still have fucking dreams about that song. You don't? Are you serious? No. It's out of my head. Dude, what did you think of the ending of that show? Dude. I didn't. I actually thought it was fine. <laughs> I thought it was great. I thought it was fine. I thought it was great. Okay, spoiler alert for the listeners. Yeah. 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 Um, I, dude, at the end of the show, the fuck, uh, Jon Snow kills fucking Daenerys Targaryen, who like the what they were like in love the whole or not in love, but they that was like his his aunt or something, uh-huh. and like she she the was only thing she was, was gonna Bran. go crazy and stuff. The only thing was Bran. What happened? Oh yeah, he, Bran becomes the become, king. I was that. That's it. That's the only thing. I was like, he should not be the king. That's all. Well, who should have been the king? I actually don't remember much. Dude, of the I know it's cliche. But fucking Jon Snow should have been the king. Oh yeah, that's just how it should have been. Wait, did he live at the end or no? I think he did. He died and like came back. Well, that was in like season four. 
But what happened at the end Dude, of the I'm show so with Jon Snow? What? Dude, was that season four? When he died and came back? He killed Khaleesi. That was kind of dope. Well, yeah, he killed Khaleesi. That, that was the final episode. But um, Jon Snow died and ca- died at the end of season three, I think, because the the Night's Watch all murdered him um, for, like, I think, oh, yeah. a, I, th- I, think, I think they murdered him for hanging out with the people beyond the wall, whatever their names are. And then they... The White Walkers. Not, not the White Walkers. The uh, oh I, yeah you're right. What, uh, what are those people called? I don't know. I, I don't, all I don't the know names either. Of everything and yeah, same. It was so long ago. <laughs> so but yeah, they all stab him and he dies. And then he like the red woman brings him back. That's Remember right. the red woman? Yeah, that's right, dude. Yeah, that show was so good, man. I, that's the type of show that like when you rewatch, you see so much shit that you didn't see. You know, yeah. like, dude, there, there's like a lot of uh, so when I finished the Count of Monte Cristo, I like immediately restarted it just for the purpose of just like seeing things that I didn't see previously. And there's so much shit. There's so much foreshadowing in books like that because they're so good and complex that the author knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, dude. So good. man. Are you, are you reading any books right now? I've read 38 this year. Damn. <laughs> any novels? Uh, no. No, well, actually, I actually started Moby Dick. I didn't finish it. Call me Ishmael. Call me Ishmael. Yes. Yeah. I got like halfway through and I was just like So wait, so I'm more into I'm more into cuz I don't I don't really have the time, man. I really like I listen to audible books. Like, I don't want to say I read I've read like 3 books paperback. Right, but, but the been, rest you've are you've listened audible. to other ones. Yeah, dude. When I go for walks, dude, dude, I can finish a book in 3 days. Yeah. For everyone that's not reading books, like read med- books. Read, read books, books read and more books. Yeah. yeah, and fucking meditate. What's been a good one? A good one? <laughs> mine are so applicable to my life yeah like what so i like expert secrets russell bronson this is what i've been in very recently the last p- three that i read was et- expert secrets by russell bronson dot com secrets by russell bronson what's dot com secrets basically internet marketing um attraction of clients traffic okay give how do i market my podcast how do i how do i how do i market this dude how do you market this you have to sit down with a piece of paper Write down the dream 100 clients. You have to. Who are your listeners? Who do you want to target, bro? Oh, like wait, wait, wait. That that's two different things. The dream. No, it's not. Well, yeah. hold, hold on, hold on a second. I'm gonna tie what, it in together what, for hold you. On. What I thought that you were saying with the dream 100 is like dream 100, uh, like guests. But no. I, I don't think that's what you're no, saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, what are you saying? Because you want to market, right? Yes. So who are you gonna market to? Um, people who like listening to podcasts. Yeah. That's that's like going fishing in the ocean with absolutely no fishing line or hooks at all. You have no specifics. Yeah, the fish are there, bro, but who are you trying to catch? So then, uh, <laughs> how, okay, so like how can I be more specific? They're all fish. They all like podcasts. So then... you ha- Okay, in, in marketing, you have to be as specific as possible. Okay. Everyone, trust me, this is something that I struggled with for a long time uh-huh. is... Can I help everyone in the world? Yeah, I truly believe I can. But unfortunately, you try to help everyone, you end up helping nobody. So if you want to get an audience, you have to be so fucking specific on who you are marketing, especially marketing to, because you can market to multiple different audiences, but specify during that campaign of which you market. Can you specify to a few different specific markets at the same time? At the same time? Yeah, sure. But it's got to be specific. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's got to say who the market is. Got to. I see what you're saying here. So a few of my podcasts have been with um, metal bands, 
And Perfect. Yeah. So for that, I can specific. I could. You could totally. You could totally put a huge cover f- video uh, introduction or picture of the metal band mm-hmm. that you spoke to. Famous, not famous, whatever. And then for, okay, well, let's let, let's actually stay like with this podcast. Yeah. With this, I mean, there's a lot of like. I so mean, this is fitness, bro. This, yeah, exactly. I'm this gonna is give like you fitness. an example. Say, uh, fitness, health, maybe fasting. If we talked about fasting from the get, um, we would absolutely target people who are into longevity, anti-aging, fasting. So that would be your market. You would literally target no one else. And how you would advertise that would be myriad of different ways. So there's advertising, there's marketing, and sales. All three of those, way different. Okay, marketing. Wait, is can you say those again? Advertising, advertising, marketing, marketing and sales. Okay, and sales. So all those are very, very different. We're gonna stick with marketing for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mark, you want to market this. You want to market this. We're gonna even get into advertising a little bit. Let's say I just want to market this podcast. What's your okay? So what's your goal? My goal is to have as as so many want, downloads as possible yeah, on this podcast. You just want downloads. So you would have to. You're posting. I see you're posting every single day, right? But no one's following you, so no one's going to see it. Well, dude, that's not true. I've, okay, d- no, no, I've no, no, doubled no. my followers in the last two months. Keep that up, bro. Keep that up. And what I'm saying is relative because you don't compare it to anyone else. So what I'm saying is relative. But if you want to quadruple or 100 times or 1,000 times, I'm sure you have this grand image in your head where, yeah, all the United States is listening to my podcast. That'd be amazing. Oh, absolutely. That'll be amazing. So in order to do that, you have to – the only way to do that big – is to market big. More people that are more successful. This is what my business partner and I are realizing. We're the greatest. No one's going to know that unless we help them know that. So that marketing is actually more important than substance. Now, there's authenticity. So when all these people finally see your vision, your grand product, and read this book, your masterpiece, they're not going to be disappointed because you actually poured your heart and soul into it, right? But if they finally see it and it's Schwab and you just became you were just marketing as a scam artist, you're a snake oil salesman. So you want to have you have something you believe in. You have your product, you have your service, you have your podcast. It's amazing. Now you want the whole world to see it. Become a god at marketing. That's the that's what that's what gets you. First of all, it's rich. That's what helps other people. That's what you have to be good at is marketing, not sales. I mean, sure, sales is closing deals, but dude, marketing, that's fucking brand. Marketing goes all the way from brand design. That goes from logos. That goes from words. That goes from voice. That goes from just, oh, huh, perception. Perception is everything. I could have never met you. I don't know what your podcast is, but if you make it perceived like you're the best podcast in the world, so because people don't know you, right? First impressions, Levi. So if someone sees a first impression and your first impression of them is, I just had the greatest metal band, new coming metal band of all time, or the greatest fitness company of all time on my podcast, and you market it. That's why movies, this is the best move, number one movie in America. Uh-huh. Dude, they all fucking do that. <laughs> but it's perception. People are like, oh, no way. It's the number one movie in America. Dude, that's marketing. When they go when they go watch the movie, they could be the judge of themselves to see if that's the best movie in America. Some of them lose credibility. But if Steven Spielberg is the one saying this is the best movie in America, and he's actually backing it up with dope Transformer films, he's gonna have clients, right? So you, there's a mix of so marketing and service. Like a, what's like a non douchey way to convey that this is the best podcast ever? The non douchey way to do it is to step out of your comfort zone, be extremely douchey about it. 
but be as authentic as possible. And listen, hear me out here. I'm not talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm just because trying to, when you okay, come, I'm just trying to take all this in. When you say it really vibrant and outgoing, yeah. When you say it really vibrant, outgoing, but you say it with confidence, self belief, and intent that you're, it's just pure love and value. People aren't going to be like, oh, look at this douchebag. I mean, there's, there always will be. <laughs> That's why they're haters. But when you say this, what I'm interpreting is like I post this podcast and I say, this is the best podcast that I've ever done. Like I post yeah, that. Agreed. And it's like – I like uh, whether or but not believe that's in it, true. You, you, but that's what I'm saying. You got to believe in it. You can but embellish. Then, but then the next podcast, I would say, this is the best one. Then the next podcast, I would say, this is the best one. Yeah, you got to keep. Like, you got to keep doing that. I, I, I know, dude. I, I but, mean, but you can't say it's the best. You can say it's the best one, and then this was even better than last week's. This one is the same thing as last but week's, that's but just, it's with a girl. But that's just unauthentic because, like, no, okay, no, no, l- no. well, let me let me tell you this. It's not. This is the best podcast that I've ever had for fitness, but for um, there you go for for women's uh, sexuality, clitorally the best. Who was just on my podcast? Bro, it was the I, best I podcast that I've ever had. You, for I implore you to go onto health. YouTube and look at the headlines of any successful YouTube channel. You're gonna find the fucking thumbnails and the headlines is like, look how much money this guy made in yeah. 30 days, and it's like this is even better than this. Dude, every single time it's oh. like that. It's like, like, you, like clickbaity. Yes, it's yes. very clickbaity. Unfortunately, because you have to grab attention, which is the most valuable asset any human being has. Cough, cough. Attention and time. So, in order to grab that, you got to be very fucking clickbaity. You got to you got to do that, bro. Otherwise, no one. You can't be reserved. Saying. No, yeah. I, but I see when what you're they saying. click on it, guess what's not going to be douchey? The podcast, yeah, because it's gonna be real, authentic. Yeah, yeah. that's where you showcase your love and like intent. Because I see what you're saying here, and you have to, and this is something I struggle with too. Is like people, or I'm just gonna speak for myself. Like I was scared of people hating me and like not liking me or not approving me. I actually never really got that. There's, I guess, there's people talking about my back, and I really don't care to be honest. I, I like, I really don't care. I'm gonna stop you for a second. Um. I was I was listening to a podcast with uh, Dane Cook was the guest mm. and the interviewer was telling Dane Cook like yeah like I I don't get it why uh, why do so many people talk shit about you and Dane Cook looked at the interviewer and was like you know what I've heard that but I've never like no one's ever said it to my face yeah no you know? one has ever talked shit to my face yeah guy. yeah and that's why yeah. that doesn't matter to me exactly dude it really doesn't exactly it's like people might look at like. Um, Graham Radio and be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, he's starting a podcast. Why yeah. does he think that he's so fucking important? But like, literally, yeah. the all all I've received from p- people it's is just great love. feedback. It's and just love. love. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and it's like the, for the people talking shit about me. Like, I mean, I, if I'm sure, I'm sure. Hey, let, you're me out justif- there. let me justify. Let me justify. It's just like, dude, if you want to talk shit about me, how about you fucking hit me up and criticize me yeah. so I can fucking. It won't happen. And I'm gonna tell yeah, you, no, what, and that won't happen. Yeah, exactly. The only people also, talking go fuck yourself. <laughs> The only people talking shit about you, talking shit about me, or anybody talking shit, all it is is an insecurity on their end being portrayed through their own lens. So when they see something, it's usually something they wish that they've done. Or that they had the balls to do. They had the balls to do. They're, They're just, they're insecure about their own confidence. Whether they want to start a podcast, maybe that's not the reason why they're hating, but they're hating on the fact that you're actually have some balls. I want, I want to give. I want to give an example. They're this insecure. Is a, this is a little bit like, this is so, this is sort of an example. It's kind yeah, of in the same mindset. Um, I, um, I 
was I was on a diet. I was on the whole thirty diet about a year ago because I wanted. I was at like I was pretty fat. I was at like two hundred four. Yeah, and I wanted to get down to like one seventy. And I the whole on the whole thirty diet. It's it's very restrictive. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things is that you cannot drink any alcohol. And my friend at the time was saying that like. Oh, um, that's awesome that you're doing this. That's fucking sick. Like, good for you. Um, it's amazing, dude. In the first week, I dropped like five pounds. During during the second week, I, I dropped another five pounds. Like, it was awesome. But on the Wednesday of the second week, she was like, "Oh, my friend's coming into town, and uh, we're gonna go drinking. Uh, you should come drinking with us." And I was like, "Honestly, no, because I'm I'll come with, but I don't want to drink because I'm on this diet." And she was like, "Oh, well." Come on, just drink. Like, just drink. And previously, she was like, oh, that's awesome that you're doing this. Good for you. Whole 30, 30 days, no alcohol. That's fucking awesome. And I, she, she like, had my back. It was fucking sick. But then, you know, oh, my friend's coming to town, and it benefits me if uh, if you're drinking. So it's like, it, it's like fucking, I ended up drinking. Yeah. Because I was, it was just fucking, I got, on, and I hate to say this, but I got fucking pressured into it. I got yeah. I got guilt tripped into it. And it's shit like that that's just so fucking disrespectful, and that is like a form of hating. That's, it is that's a form a, of hating. That's a form of talking shit, because it's like, it is. hey, maybe maybe like, be more supportive of what your friends are doing. Wait, I got a piece so fucking bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Dude, to cut I'll inter- Oh, you're gonna cut it off? I was gonna entertain the crowd. Wait, um, can, you, can you cut it off? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna stop real quick. Yeah, so dude, fuck haters. It's like, <laughs> fucking just... I feel like a lot of people don't have a thing. And I feel like both of us have a thing. Like, I, I love doing these podcasts. You love yeah. working out. It's like, we have a thing and we... And, bro, like, working out, what you're doing, I mean, I consider it to be a creative pursuit because you're going about it in your own special way. Like, you and Sean, the combination of you two, are creating something fucking sick and you're doing it in a creative way. Like, it's literally a creative pursuit. So, I feel like an artist every single day, dude. There's like Good. Good. Good, <laughs> dude. That means that you have a fucking thing, man. Like I think everyone should just I, I okay, I was at the point where I didn't know what thing I wanted to do. I I just know I enjoyed like health and my own body and alchemy, biohacking, all that fun stuff, consciousness. What do you mean by alchemy? Alchemy is like combining different combination this is what it means to me. It's like combining different combinations of foods, thoughts, processes, systems to achieve a certain result and i loved doing like i loved experimenting with alchemy on my own body for a long time like uh, in what can you give me an example oh dude i would fast for like 16 to 18 hours and not eat anything or drink i would drink oh at the end of the like halfway through i would drink a lot of water okay really flush out my system my body would be craving nutrients right it'd be like asking me like and I could feel it. I'm very, very sensitive, not in a bad way, but I'm, I'm aware of every little detail of my body. Every cell, I can feel it. I know what it needs and I know what it wants, bro. It's Whoa. crazy. But that's after fucking seven years of fasting. So when it fasts, I would like experiment with like supplements, not fake supplements, but like earthy stuff like greens, algae, spirulina, chlorella. I would detox heavy metals with like fucking plants, dude, grass. I would see how it would make me feel. I would do amino acids. I would do collagen. I'd break the fast with fruits. I'd break the fast with just bananas. What Uh, works best for you? So what works best for me is a combination of like four days a week. My favorite thing to do out of fast is to break it with a smoothie. Not too many fruits, just a handful of blueberries. It's my favorite. For I can like feel the antioxidants. 
Then I do a greens powder. I found one that is literally the highest quality greens powder. It has algae, has like from land, freshwater, and seawater, like kelp, bladder whack, all the vitamins and minerals the human body needs to survive and thrive. So it's it's literally like a 250 calorie smoothie, but it's the most nutrient dense thing like you could put in your body. And I finally found my balance with like the chia seeds, MCT oil, avocados. I like it very oily. I mean, you don't taste the oil, but like I like it to like lubricate my whole internal body. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you like literally feel like a like a race car, dude. Like it's really really interesting to like play around like that. And for everyone wanting to do that, I still have like a sense of what I'm doing, but every day I'm like, ah, let's try something else. Mm-hmm. And the best way to be to try anything out because you're never going to know anything. All wise people know nothing. Uh, you just have to be self-aware. You have to be hyper-focused on what your purpose is doing it. So like, what are you looking for? If I'm fasted, that's why I love being fasted because like you're super focused and you're super attentive towards your body. Mm-hmm. So like when you put any little thing, even coffee, like a little bit of coffee, you're going to feel your blood start to boil a little bit you're going to feel your mental cognition start to kick in you're going to feel your thyroid activate you're going to feel like oh i'm a little jittery now and i haven't even what i've had like 25 milligrams of caffeine i'll have like 200 in a day bro i feel like a fucking workhorse Mm -hmm. i feel like a truck no one could stop me bro i feel superhuman when i'm fasted and i have my water 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 coffee mct oil collagen bro like start Start learning self-awareness. Start meditating. Start becoming it's more It's so attentive. important, man. It's, it's irreplaceable. What Do you have a meditation strategy? The master meditator does not make meditation separate from life. But in order to realize that, you have to work out meditation just like you work out in the gym, just like if you were in a library and you wanted to read, just like if you go into an office and you go to work. You have to put yourself in the environment in order to experience that one thing to the fullest. So for meditation, go outside. Go outside. Well, it sounds like what you're talking about here is focus. Hyper-focus. Right. Yes. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get to how I meditate. So in the mornings when I wake up, the first thing I do is take a big deep breath, a few of them, go get a glass of water, flush out anything, start moving a little bit. I take a step outside, take another deep breath, breathe in the oxygen, Sometimes I'll sit, sometimes I'll stand. What I, how I meditate is I focus on my breath. It's constant focus on the breath. Thoughts are going to be coming into your mind. Everyone listening to this, all the thoughts are going to be coming in and out of your mind, 70,000 of them a day. Simply take your attention, which is the only asset you have in life is your attention. That's the source. And bring it right back to your breath. The more you're able to do this, the more you practice this one thing, You are going to strengthen your focus, you're going to strengthen your discipline, and you're going to strengthen the ability to literally do whatever you want in life with perfect clarity. So your biggest asset is attention. Oh, And yes, if you yes, are yes. making sure that you're paying attention to your breath during this time in the morning, then your focus throughout the day will be strengthened like a muscle. I couldn't have said it any better myself, bro. Joe Rogan couldn't have said it any better himself. That was a really good way to put that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're just going to the gym every morning, but for your mind. Exactly. And let me tell you something. It only takes about five to ten minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, dude, it'll elevate your mood because uh, you're breathing. When you're uh, breathing. Yeah. So 
Yeah, I think the best way to, to okay. Uh, so the way that I meditate is um, I have a timer on my phone, and it's mm-hmm. like it's an interval timer that dings for whatever intervals that I put it to. Yeah, yeah. So the way that, here's how I do it. I set up a I set up a one minute and a five minute. I click go, and the one minute starts. Ding! I have a minute. During this minute, I breathe in, I breathe out. It's nice and slow. I breathe in, breathe mm-hmm. out. Then the second time it dings, I know that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a five-minute timer. Mm-hmm. So for those five minutes, I breathe in, I hold, then I breathe out. And the further I get into the five minutes, the longer I make the time periods. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, are, think your, what that, are your thoughts on that? My thoughts, I think that's a beautiful starting place. A lot of people can start with assisted meditations because it's, re- it's really, really valuable. That's how I started too. Um, if you think you're ready, which I think you are, I think you should take the training wheels off. And what the timer does is it it's forceful. Bing. There's no flow to it. The whole everything in life, bro, it's a flow. Why what do you, you mean? Like, how can I? Because I, I feel like this is a flow when I'm in the five minutes. But you're saying that the ding interrupts that? Yeah. The ding will interrupt that. Think about this podcast. When it starts to get good, if something went ding... What's gonna happen? Well, We're, we would talk about it if it was interesting. Then it might be funny. But the <laughs> ding for the right. ding for me, it, I don't. No, it's, it's so time. Your your body doesn't know time. It doesn't know time, bro. You set that beforehand. You're not paying attention if you're going based off a timer. You got to be paying attention. So like, if well, you're dude, meditating, it, it, no, the way, no, no, no. Well, the way that I do it, it's like a structure. And I, I this man, no, re- I don't disagree. Let that. me say the word. I don't disagree. Let me say the word. That, yeah, Ref- sure, go ahead. Reference point. Reference point. Please. That's what go time ahead. is. Is all the the timing is for you is a reference point of like a rough idea of a good time to start and stop breathing. Okay, so here's a question for you. Now you have your reference how, point. How do, do you? It. How do you know when to start and stop? Like, me- fe- like meditation. It's a feel. Like, think about riding a bike. You have the training wheels on, and you're starting to lean to the left. Oh, it catches you. You start to lean to the right. Oh, it catches yeah, you. But, yeah, but when you're riding a bicycle, you're going from point A to point B. It doesn't matter. You're still leaning left and right when you're riding. Right. and uh, th- The for, training for, wheels just stop you from falling off. But when you're riding it, if you just if you don't focus on it and you take the training wheels off, you're going to fucking fall. Wait, what? Dude, if you're riding a bike with training wheels on... Right. And you're not focusing on the balance point, and right. you take the training wheels off. What do you think is going to happen? You're going to fall. Then you're going to fall unless you know how to ride a bike. Yeah, but in order to learn how to actually ride the bike, you have to go based off feel. Mm-hmm. So when you're meditating, not based off of feel, based off of time frames. I mean, trust me, everyone. A lot of people start like that, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But there's going to come a point where the whole your whole life is a feel. Yeah, but how do you know? Uh, I understand what you. I understand it what you're saying. It goes beyond logic. I. I Okay. It's intuition. I understand when you say like meditation is a feeling because I absolutely agree. When I'm mm-hmm. when I'm sitting there and like breathing in and out and holding my breath and counting my breaths and like and things like that, like I fucking feel it. Like, dude, when I hear that ding that the five minutes is up, I literally like grab my knees and just lean back, and it's like it's like that serotonin feeling yeah. after sex. You're just like, so let me, oh, oh like for sure, bro. Good. That's because your whole body's like, oxygenated. And so what, let me tell you something. Hold on. When it comes to like the training wheels i agree like yeah the timer thing is me like setting time for myself and structuring it yes but my question to you is Mm -hmm. how do you like when you're meditating Mm -hmm. when do when is like the okay i'm done now um in a perfect world i would meditate every hour i'm awake 
I'm not talking about when you're working. I'm talking about when you step outside and you yeah. go to breathe, like Depends to breathe on the outside. Morning, bro. If I have a meeting at okay. 7:30 in the morning, and I have 15 minutes to meditate, five minutes to shower, 25 minutes to make breakfast or whatever. If I eat breakfast, um, I'll I'll set a reminder or I'll just go outside for five quick minutes. But if you don't have a schedule, bro, right? Or well, yeah, that's what I'm saying here. Like, you or if you have 30 minutes outside, right? And you only want to meditate for five to ten. Don't set an alarm. Don't set an alarm. Hell no. Just step outside and take some breaths. Observe. Then how do you know how long the five minutes was if you don't have like a little dinger or something? What's the difference between five minutes and eight minutes? Um, three minutes. Yeah, exactly. But that three minutes is a transitional period. Like it could be, you can always ease in and ease out. That's that's what flow is, bro. It's like a wave. Okay. I know I'm making all these cliche like references, but dude, it's so fucking true. Like you'll if you feel it, you'll know. Okay. It's not a dead stop. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Actually, man, when I hear that ending five-minute timer, like, when, when it's done, dude, sometimes I'll fuck... When I lean back, I'll just, like... Uh, like, I'll... I won't, like, jump up and be like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah. It'll be like, ah, uh, like, I'm okay. That was nice. And I'll sit there for, like, a few more breaths and just fucking it's, be yeah, in it. Exactly. That's, you know? that's beautiful. That's it. Yeah. That's it without the beep. It feels good, dude. Yeah, it does. It feels, uh, dude. Yeah, meditation. Uh, it's, it's a it's great. a necessity. It's I shit great. on it but like a couple years ago. <laughs> I was like, ah, meditation. You know what's funny, man? So I, I, I feel it. like sometimes the things that people shit on are the things that people get super into and then regret shitting on. Uh, and I'm gonna give you the perfect fucking example that I kick myself in the ass for every single day. Um, uh, excuse me, just burped. Um, <laughs> the band Tame Impala. Have you heard of them? Nope. Okay, they rock. Kevin Parker. God damn, Tame Impala is so fucking good. Like, so insanely fucking good. Um, I, God, do you hear that? Yes. Ugh. Sounds like a B. Yeah, I know. And that shouldn't be happening because these are better cables. But, like, I honestly don't know where that shit comes from. I mean, th- this equipment is pretty cheap. So it's like, it has to. Looks good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it Sounds does good. the job. It looks good. But, dude, I, like, I fucking. Instead of spending a jillion dollars like I did on this fucking DJ equipment, which <laughs> which I love, yeah. I try to do this in a little a much smarter way by like of course. using like eBay and fucking spending my time wasting or not wasting my time like giving it being patient with it. Fuck, well, yeah, Tam and Paula shitting on things that, that you end up liking. Um, I went to I've been to Bonnaroo a few times, and one of the years that I went to Bonnaroo, I was with like my big Bonnaroo crew: Aaron Inc., Bambis, Ian Bosky, Kevin Gunn. Bonnaroo 2016, Tame Impala is scheduled to perform. And I had heard about Tame Impala before. I had given them like one or two chances. And a lot of the people in my crew were like, oh my God, I can't believe Tame Impala is going to be here. It's going to be so sick. They tried to play me a few songs. And I was like, that sounds gay. Like, that's gay. I don't want it. I don't want that. I, I heard it. I'm like, this, this sounds like it's for girls. It's so stupid. So all my friends went to go see Tame Impala. Mm-hmm. I went to see this DJ called Zed's Dead, who I've yep. literally, that was the fifth time that I've seen Zed's Dead, and it sucked, and I was it, it was it was just whack. Dude, a month later, I got so into Tame Impala, became obsessed with their album Inner Speaker, and I learned that, like, I learned The Wall by Pink Floyd. Then, like, a few months later, I got super into Currents. And then, like, a year later, I got super into Lonerism, which were their three albums at the time. And, dude, since then, I have been kicking myself in the ass for not seeing Tame Impala. And it's like, I just didn't give it a fucking chance. Like, if I went to that Tame Impala show, which, by the way, all of my friends who went to it said that it was the best show at that Dang. Bonnaroo. I see yeah, that. then I would have loved it. And, mm-hmm. dude, during college... 
you know what a lot of people were shitting on me for? Mm. Going to the leech and doing yoga classes. Yeah. So many people. I, I, I would literally <laughs> post on Newman's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to this yoga yeah. class. Does anybody want to come? And then everyone would be like, yoga, that's gay. Yeah. And now Fuck it's mainstream, like. man. Yeah, exactly. And now, honestly, dude, if you're a fucking 25-year-old male or female and you don't think that yoga is good for you. Sorry. Then you that's are all. dumb. <laughs> Straight up. Then you are literally just dumb. Yeah, D-U-M-B. Yes, dumb. Like, it's unfortunate, actually. All capital letters. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It's crazy. And look, I'm not even like, just because I'm super into fitness, it's like, dude, your life suffers because of the fact that you don't do this. <laughs> dude, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> your life suffers because of the fact you don't take time to breathe. Bro, even if it's two minutes, even, even if it's 30 seconds a day. If yeah. you take 30 seconds a day just to close your eyes and just hang out with yourself, it is so good for you, dude. It is, man. Yeah. Like... A, a, a lot of people look at what other people are doing. Like, I can guarantee you, Schultz. A lot of people look at you with your fucking abs and your fucking muscles and are like, oh, my God, like, his life is so dope. He's, his, his genetics must be crazy, this and that. Like, yeah, he puts in a lot of work, but look at him. And then they look at themselves and they're like, oh, like, I could never do that. And they think, like, oh, but if I was, like, if I had abs and muscles, I would be so happy. And it's like, that's not true. You can be the fucking fattest person ever and be way happier than the most ripped person ever. It's like, uh, I've seen dude, it firsthand. Dude, people think, like, the grass is always greener on the other side. It's but, just grass. But, dude, it's my dad. Really? Dude, really? The grass is only greener on the other side if you're not watering your garden. Yeah. Like, fucking, Ooh. like, if you're, if you're truly, like, hanging out with yourself and watering your garden and making sure that your own grass is fucking green yeah then everyone, stop looking at the other person's grass yeah then I, I, wow it I actually love away. that everyone yeah, no, that was beautiful. it's all just grass yeah it's all it's just all grass. just grass <laughs> yeah it's all just grass that's fucking perfect I can't, can't take that my dad said that to me and I was like dang thanks like, Mr. Awesome. Schultz yeah thanks shout out <laughs> yeah. Mr. Schultz what's like a really good inspirational quote that you live by Oh. Dude, there's. I always go through phases. Um, I, wait, what, I, I just want to say I love inspirational quotes. Yeah, I love. Dude, so many people don't like them, which is weird. But then I feel like in a few years those people will be. Oh, like, yo, oh here's my God, one I that I actually them. heard yesterday that is like, shh, it's very powerful to me. Okay. The mouth of God is the words of man. The wait. Ma- sorry. Yeah, go ahead. The mouth of God is the thoughts of man. The mouth of God is the thoughts of man. <laughs> Give me a second to think about that, because I just it, it does, I don't get it immediately. The, it's okay, wait, bro. say it again. Say it's it again. a very deep quote. I say don't it again. Expect a lot wait, of the to get the it. mouth of God is the thoughts the of man. The mouth of God are the thoughts of man. Can you give me a little bit of insight into every that? thought that you have, Levi? That's God speaking to you directly. Because God is one. God is all. God is love. And this isn't like like a, a finger, what what is God. God is the oneness of everything. Okay. I went to Christian school for 10 years. I used to look, think God was a guy in the sky. It's nothing like that. Dude, God, God is all energy. You know, I it's had an no all idea. encompassing energy. I had no idea that you went to Christian school for 10 years. Yeah, man. Whoa. Straight up conditioned. <laughs> Wait, where? What school? Boca Christian. Oh. Shout out to my teachers. Okay. Okay, so what is God? God, this is right up my alley, bro. This is all that matters. God is the all encompassing oneness of everything okay we are all connected through god that's just it there's nothing more than that like there's like don't label it as anything like okay, god so, is literally so then, everything so then and everywhere in um it's kind of funny 
So then in the Bible, when there's stories oh, and, about and God. And by the way, by the way, if you don't have any sense of God at all, if you don't believe in him, you will never, ever truly be successful. And I'm not talking about money success, which probably going to be true anyways, but I'm talking about total fulfillment and happiness. It goes hand in hand. Okay, so if God is the oneness of everything, yeah. then why are there stories personifying God in like the Bible it's and the It's misconstrued. Torah I've read the Bible. I've read, trust me, I read plenty just in search of the truth, in search of like what actually holds true. And there's actually just one thing that holds true. God is just everything. Whether you believe him to be energy, an entity, God is an all-encompassing energy. We're all just cells, energy, vibration, frequency. Um, it's been proven. It's it's up to you to see, perceive it however you want. That's why there's different versions of the Bible, Quran. So if the if God people relate to it in different ways, but every single finger, every single arrow is pointed at the same direction. It's all pointed to the all encompassing everything. God is love. God is love. Okay, this is getting pretty uh, spiritual here. So, mm. uh, so with that being said, what should people do? They should do everything with love. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you should always... There's a logical brain, bro, and it's so fun to use your brain. But your gut, your instinct, your heart has a mind of its own. Like, you can literally live your life with your heart. If you ever... That's why you get gut feelings and stuff. And you, if you go against that based off logic, it's always a wrong move. Go with your gut 100% of the time. You'll never be led astray. Because it's always love, man. You're, that's why the heart is literally shaped like a heart. It means love. That's why. Wait, why is the shart, Why is the heart? I almost said shart. Why is the shart? You did. Why is the <laughs> heart shaped like that? Like, what? What are you saying? Remember, like a Valentine say, you get a heart. And it yeah. Mean, it, why does it mean love? Why does the heart mean love? I have no idea. It's the frequency. I, I know that the, no, liver, the frequency. If, I know if, that the liver used to mean love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. Oh, it could be. I yeah, don't know. but in Shakespeare, in uh, in all the shit that Shakespeare wrote. Uh, I love you. I love you with my whole liver. The, <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. That's kind of funny. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That makes sense too. Now the the heart emits uh, the highest frequency out of every organ in your body, like times five thousand. Whoa. Yeah, that's why when someone walks in the room, there's no logic involved. Someone walks in a room, you can feel a vibe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> vibe, short for vibration. You get the vibe that someone is either on, off. You get intentions. You get a red flag. You get fear and. You can get good or don't. I don't like to say good or bad, bro. That's those are morals. Those are constructed by man. We cake, we come up with morals ourselves. There's actually virtues. So virtues are will hold hold true. Morals are decided by the individual. What I think is good and bad, that's passing judgment on that. Only God can pass judgment, right? This is a totally. This is like wait, wait why why <laughs> can God, only God pass judgment? Well, wh who am I to judge? Like what am I? Why am I going to say a something? rational person? I feel like I definitely based off what your brain. I don't know your experiences. Okay, so why is it good for you, bad for me? Why can I look at something and be like that's good, and why can you look at something and be like that's bad? Okay, what if I was doing heroin? That's bad. So are you? That's that's me saying that's bad. Yeah, that's 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 judgment. Yeah, exactly. So, but but you're saying that people can't judge. They shouldn't. No. I think well. Hold on, because this is kind of conflicting here. It's there, dude. All it's very, very, it's very. Um, I want to have my words perfect. It's very, very difficult to do religion perfect because it's people take a lot of things. I'm not saying you will, but a lot of people take everything in the literal sense. Oh, I think my mom's back. Hi, mom. Poda, hi, hi, Poda. Yeah. Have you, have you met Poda? I will. 
No, I haven't. I okay. haven't, haven't given her a hug yet. Okay. I will. Yeah, you'll say what's up. Um, yeah, but dude, this is this is actually mm-hmm. very important stuff because this yeah. is this is the biggest why behind human beings and what they do here on Earth. You live one life, you know. If you're not spiritual at all, you'll never have that why because you'll never understand at the the deepest core. Dude, I spent my whole life reading, searching for understanding, only to figure out that, for example, you. The human light spectrum. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I wanted you to just kind of keep talking, but like, just, just keep talking. For example, the human light spectrum, you can only see less than 1% of that. So 99% of what's in front of your face right now, you don't, you don't even know what that is. That's where faith comes in. You know what I mean? You break apart an atom, you know the nucleus and the electrons and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean no, but yeah. Yeah, that's that's one percent of it. It's the rest Oh the, sorry, my bad. That's You're chilling. I gotta repeat this point, bro. This is, yeah, this my is bad. huge, even if no one listens to it. Yeah, Ni- please. Ninety nine percent of an atom is empty space. This has actually been talked about on the Joe Rogan pocket. This is talked about all over the world. Ninety nine is per- uh, empty space. Yet scientists are trying to understand it. So they break it down. They find the nucleus. 99% of that is fucking empty space. 99% of what you see, or you can only see 1% of actually what's in front of you. So 99.9% of the whole world is unfathomable. We try to make sense of anything for certainty. That's a human need. It's in our DNA to literally need certainty. So we cling on to logic. We don't go by flow of the divine. So then what should people do about that? People should start to sit. First of all, people should go out. What the fuck is this stupid fucking feedback? God damn it. (laughs) I I really thought that I fixed this. Dude, people should go outside, take a deep breath, and question their lives. Whatever. It's fine, bro. It's it's not because it's bad audio. This is a podcast. Yeah, but now it's even worse because you yelled. (laughs) okay it's gone now it's gone now all right it's gone now so what should people do bro that you go outside you take a deep breath and you question your existence because jesus i swear to god bro (laughs) that's what you otherwise okay oh leave out fine unless you don't want to do that and you can spend your entire i'm I'm not shitting on you i know that's a funny sentence it's fucking crazy you you go outside take a deep breath and And you you question your existence dude it's fucking crazy like i just look at your fucking but you know know it's yeah question Yeah, like t- Monday, t- question existence. Well, Tuesday, <laughs> take a long, hard look in the mirror. Bro, like, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. bro. But, dude. I'm I, not trying to shit on you here. Like, oh, no, dude, all. no yeah. offense. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah, not taking yeah, offense yeah, at all. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Thursday. Good <laughs> 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 I'm dying, bro. No, but, like, it's sad. The people that don't do that, what are you going to do? You're going to just wa- wander aimlessly through your one existence here on Earth and die? That's another funny sentence. Okay, cool, bro. No, I think that there's two sides of this. Try to make meaning like, to it. Try to figure out. Oh, like, you. One more why, thing. One more yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. Please. Go ahead. Everyone gets their own. They create their own meaning of life. That's just. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah, so I know. I think that going outside and and questioning like why human beings are on this are on this earth and trying to make sense of your surroundings is important. I it's think, making sense I of think, themselves. I think that it's more important to do that. I think. Yes, I think it's agreed. more important to go outside and kind of figure out what what your purpose here is. Yeah, in for sure. And you can do that alone because, one, there's no judgment. <laughs> like, no, th- that's the biggest fear of anyone is judgment from others. Um, that's something that took me a while, but I really don't care what anyone thinks anymore, really. And that's what that's what holds people back. That's one of the ultimate fear. Dude, you have love on one end of the spectrum, which is God. 
all the devil is because we didn't talk about that side yeah, all that is this. is fear right it's the negative portion of the electron i think yeah it's complementary god th- can't exist I think without that it. there's a difference between Her, like the energy can't <laughs> right i think that not caring what people think is important but i think that caring about caring caring about your perception is important uh yes it is yeah it is yeah you know what it, you, do you know what ego is ego is um please describe it so ego is your perception of yourself basically so like when you're when you're a very when you're born into this world everything that is said to you everything that is brought into your life your ego you're now associated with values you're now associated with words language behaviors beliefs you're being conditioned now I'm not going to use the word good or bad, but no matter what, you're adding one thing after another. And whether that's going into your subconscious brain or you're absorbing it through your conscious brain, you're still adding it. So all meditation is, you're not gaining anything from it. I'm going to bring it back. You're actually removing conditioning patterns and habits. Wait, by doing what? That don't serve you. Wait, by doing what? By, first of all, breathing. By breathing. Breathing, breathing, breathing. And then simply bringing your newfound, clear attention to negative habits that don't serve you and the reason you're able to do that is because you have a clarity so you can be like okay levi what's the goal of today's meditation is it to relax is it to get better at this but now you have clarity because first of all you just meditated on breathing but doesn't that like take away from meditation if you have a goal for meditation because then you're thinking about the goal no no Uh, uh, no. don't don't think about it up front it's it's almost like but I, i like i like that question a lot dude that's a really good question um, the goal of meditation is, like I said, the master doesn't make it separate from life, but when you breathe and you strengthen your attention, you can then use that tool to make the best Levi possible. Right. Right. In order to make the best Levi possible, now you're in a state where you can make, you created space for yourself. You're dedicating a session to, to bettering yourself that's meditation that's going out in the morning and breathing yes yeah but you're you're giving yourself that space so when you have that space and time to better yourself you you're not gaining extra knowledge you're just removing things that no longer serve you thoughts you acknowledge because you're able to acknowledge or maybe maybe it it allows it gives you a bigger muscle to not bring those things into your life yeah likewise to be more specific doing that gives you a better muscle to like sift out the shit that is unnecessary in your life absolutely well said yeah um dude from meditation you know what actually the question that I was about to ask is how do you like be consistent with meditation? But that actually bleeds in perfectly to uh, one of the questions that I have written down for you. Ooh, let's ride. Yeah. What is the most common difficulty people face when trying to get into a workout routine? I'm actually going to edit that. Yeah. Um, what is the most common difficulty people face when trying to get into any routine? Clarity. What? What, what does that mean? They don't know. That's, that's not what I thought you were going to say. But... <laughs> the most difficult... Because that's the root, dude. Wait, what do you mean by clarity? Yeah, that's like okay. cl- like clarity, uh, kind of like how I need to be very specific. This with is my what marketing. this is this is yeah hyper specific. So this is what Boca Body is all about, man. I'm not gonna go on like a sales pitch here, but I really want people to understand that if you solve a problem at its source, all the dominoes fall into place. Like otherwise, you're just kim- symptom curing. So for example, 
if you have wow yeah bro wow if you have clear okay if you have clarity on everything you can get anything you want out of life right and i'm gonna prove that to you if you knew exactly what to do to get a certain result wouldn't you do it yeah yeah definitely yeah you'd follow it exactly so all boca body is this is just an example if you want a certain physical result with your body and mind all we do is bridge that gap with clarity like we, you, you, we give you the exact you ex- we explain it in a way that relates to you so we can say this is exactly the most efficient route the healthiest route and the best route for you to reach your goal okay and now okay. you and know th- exactly it's that, it's what that to last do. part though like to reach your goal i feel like that's what you're talking about with the whole clarity thing mm-hmm. like you're talking about clarity of what you want exactly right? so for example if if we had a new customer that the first question I ask is, what's your goal, bro? Like, what's your goal? I want fat loss. Okay, that's going to require different blueprints. I want muscle gain. That's going to require different blueprints. And like, if you had those blueprints, now you have clarity. Right. Right? So what's the most common? What's the, why? Wait, I'm okay, get back to the question. wait, hold on a second. Yeah. Like, you're saying that when they get the blueprint, they have clarity. But yes. I thought that- And what then you, they have to take action. I, but I thought that what you meant was like, they have clarity because they know what they want. Is clear? Oh, it's interesting. Hold on. Okay. It, very specifically, is clarity knowing what you want, or is clarity knowing how to get what you want? Both. Okay. Both. Okay. First step, though, you said it in the right order. Clarity knowing what you want. Or oh wait wait, I'm gonna take. Well, actually, uh, let me take a step back yeah, here. Let me take a step back here. I like um, this. Maybe clarity is knowing how to get what you want. And this is in the opposite order, knowing how to get what you want, knowing what you want, and then possibly most importantly, knowing why you want it. Oh, you're the man. All right. I'm going <laughs> to... Dude, you're the man. I'm going to retract one of my statements, bro. I, I think I was kind of wrong. Which is? Uh, the blueprints on how to do it. Okay. I don't think that's what clarity is. Clarity is knowing what you want, period. You got to be very flexible on the how. If you know what you want, you can get it no matter what. If you hold that picture in your imagination, this is another thing for manifestation, by the way. If you hold that picture of what you want exactly in your head, the blueprints will show up via opportunities, decisions, and your gut and your heart, you could just make the right decision. But it's you got to be very flexible on the how. It's never going to happen how you picture it, ever. So then how do you do it? You just have to hold that picture of what you want and okay. never let that go. Okay. Seriously. But you also have to take action. Yes. P- constant, persistent action. Okay. So that's what bridges the gap. So my question, my original question was um, like, what's the most common difficulty people face? They don't in, know what they want. In getting, in, in getting into a routine. Yes. Yeah, so like when they go to get into a routine, for example, they don't know what they want. Like, first of all, Check, check, okay. They're ready. They're like, okay, I want to get better health. That's the overall arching thing. Okay. Do you, I want you to know exactly what you want. Do you want to lose 20 pounds? Okay. Then you got to know exact. That's not knowing exactly. That's like getting a general idea. Do you want to lose 20 pounds to look better for your family? Do you want to lose 20 pounds to feel better, to oh, perform so better? Clarity is, I want to lose 20 pounds. So be- what, be- the wait, wait, why? So, like, uh, clarity is, I want to lose 20 pounds because insert here. 
Yeah. That's clarity. Yeah, that's that's pretty good idea of clarity. Okay, so you can get even more specific. Ideally, you get as specific as humanly possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the more the more clarity you have, the better. So now let's say that we have clarity, yep. right? Let's say yep. that my like and um here I'll, I'll try to give you my clarity give, with my podcast. Yeah, give me okay? your, give me your clarity. Um, I want to have a podcast where in ten to fifteen years I can live off of it. Like I can just live off of uh, doing the podcast and like what whatever in, in this yeah, in this, this fantasy world I want I want to just live solely off of the podcast. And I know that in order to do it, I need to just keep on making podcasts, keep on marketing properly, and um, other shit. So, Dude. what is the mo- What's like the biggest like obstacle that I that I could potentially face in Doubt. Be- in being content- <laughs> so? Ooh, fu- I love it. It's so fucking cliche, bro. I love it, yeah, but it's so true. Well, hold on. Before you, okay, because we, we've said like this. we've said like one or two things that are cliche on this podcast, and that actually comes up a lot. Yeah. And I say the same thing whenever anyone, including me, says that something is cliche. Whatever is cliche is probably right. Like, mm. There's a reason that it's cliche. It's because everyone fucking agrees with it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, even like that's a good point. Sometimes bro. Thank the you most sometimes the most cliche things are the most correct things. Mm-hmm. So you said doubt. Mm-hmm. Self doubt. For example, you hold that picture in your mind of you wanting to be financially free, interviewing the coolest people in the world, artists all over the world, musicians. You and you want yeah? Thanks, bro. I'll be on again. And then you literally want to make a lifestyle of this. This is how you want to live your life. You want to travel. You want to just talk to amazing people, live amazing life, and share your experience with the world. Dude, that sounds pretty cool to me. So if you hold that vision in your head and you start and you continue every single day, Levi, with your putting in the work because you love it. You have a guest on every day, every other day. Uh, You're posting every single day. You start to market every single day. Dude, and I bet you for a fact, a week from now, you have no idea what you're going to do a week from now. But I guarantee you when Thursday comes next week, you're going to be like, I need to make a phone call to this person. Those, That's the how. You never know how, but it's just you just Wait, have I'm, to take I'm, step I'm a little bit lost. Like, why, why do I know that? But Thursday? I'm going to get yeah. to the doubt. You'll see. Because okay, okay. you live day by day, man. One day you're going to be like, oh, that podcast was awesome. Like today. We're going to go from today. That podcast went awesome, bro. And then maybe you call someone tomorrow and they don't answer. Maybe they fucking stand you up and you're like, I mean, dude, I'll give you a perfect example. Right now, I am unemployed and looking for a job. And there have been multiple financial doubt. There have been multiple, um, well, no, but there have been multiple. Uh, firms that I send them like a very well crafted cover letter with like a resume and like other supplemental shit and just nothing, mm. no response. And then like two weeks later, I'll email them and just like confirming that they received it, no response, fucking mm. nothing. And it's like that feels shitty it and feels it terrible. Sucks. It's just like getting rejected by a girl. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, dude, if you fall down the stairs once, there's you're gonna have to go up and down stairs in the future. Yep, yep, that's well said. It definitely takes a toll on your psyche basically in doubt though like you're like so now you're starting to doubt like whether or not you're credible for a job and i bet you you didn't apply to five more law offices that same day you probably took a day of breathing room like you, you whether it's five minutes you're well, like I mean, it Damn. depends man it depends on the day hey like, if, not, that, if that happens on one day then i might do like a full-on reset but like if that happens and like people quit over that people do quit over that and people that's, do, what I, yeah, that's all i'm saying that. is yeah. that's what's holding anyone back is just quitting <laughs> like it's not complicated you can get whatever you want out of life you picture it you you take as much action as you you can in your mind like seriously like as you can 
enough to where you fall fall asleep satisfied. If you're not falling asleep satisfied, you didn't put enough work in. Period. You're making excuses. You're only lying to yourself. That's what my that's my favorite thing my mom ever told me. You only lie to yourself. Yeah, yo, and don't my do mom, it. My mom said says something pretty similar. Um, you are your own worst enemy. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Oh, that's my a God, yeah. yeah. It is so big. It's so, it's so <laughs> big. <she> yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Wait, your mom said that? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you have perfect clarity. You know what you want. You're ready to get it. You know the why. You know how important it is to you. So the hardest part about falling into a routine is... The doubt. Is, Bro, you fucking... The, that that well, first well, week... Well, hold up. Finding the clarity... Yep. Is the most, Step one is the most important part about getting into a routine, like yep. pick, picking the routine. The hardest part about staying in a routine is self doubt, beca- yeah. because self doubt can lead to quitting. excuses and quitting. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, like uh, I'll stick to working out. Self doubt. Maybe a week goes by, you're super sore, you don't have more energy. You look in the mirror and you're like, "I've made zero progress. I've lost one pound." You could either see that you have another six months to go to you reach your goal and that'll cripple you. Do you, know, like, do you know the bamboo oh, tree shit. metaphor? Have you heard about this? No, they don't. Dude, bamboo tree metaphor. Um, there is, uh, so when you plant a bamboo tree, like I let's say- how fast they grow. What? They grow fast. Well, hold up. <laughs> when you plant a bamboo tree, um, and it might be like a certain type of bamboo tree. I, I, yeah. I it's like a certain type of bamboo tree. You take the seed and you dig up some soil, you plant the seed, and then you water it. And for three months, you see zero growth. You literally see nothing. And then around three and a half, four months, it starts growing so fast. Oh, no it's shit. Right I didn't there. know that. Yeah. That's cool. And dude, that's sort of the same thing. It's that's like, the same thing. If you've been working out for like a month and you see like you don't see any abs, you don't see any muscles, maybe you, even, maybe you haven't even lost that much weight, it's like you're still benefiting yourself and building you know you are and then as long uh, like, as you hold that goal dude, in mind one day you're gonna wake up and you're gonna look in the fucking mirror and you're gonna see some fucking abs if you've been putting in the work uh, dude facts yeah. i mean i've had how, ab- cool, how cool is that metaphor though uh, dude i'm gonna use that yeah sh- use the shit use out it. of that yeah, it's a, <laughs> a great it's a good one. one it's a good one dude i've been looking in the mirror for fucking years and i'm like i look amazing every single day but i remember when and it's not about looks by the way i feel amazing i look amazing i'm super confident i get what i want out of life all these positive all these positives but I wasn't always like that. There was a point where I was like self-doubt, self-doubt, self-doubt. Now I, I do have self-doubts every now and then. It's normal. that it pops in your head. But dude, like you reap what you sow. So fucking sow. Yeah. <laughs> like dude, plant yeah. the seeds, yep. man. They'll yep. grow. Like seriously, believe in yourself. That's it. Just keep going. That's Literally all. Just Bro, keep going. It, dude, don't compare to anybody. This is what Sean. This is my business partner. This is the biggest thing that he ever helped me out with is not comparing yourself to anybody. Oh, I have such a big problem with that. For Bro, sure. everyone in the world for does. Sure, I do. Which really goes against my saying of um, the grass is only greener on the other side if you're not watering. Yeah, the yeah, like, yeah. Like, dude, I, I, exactly. I, I do tend to uh, like look at what other people are doing, like, like a prof- professionally wise, mm-hmm. like, I, like. Because uh, I see a lot of my friends, like, or I, I pay the most attention to my friends yes. from law school who, like, have jobs and stuff. You but just then said I don't, it. But then I don't realize, yeah, attention. But mm-hmm. ne- but I don't, like, I don't think, like, uh, first of all, a lot of people also don't have jobs. Like, you're no further along than anyone else. Also, a lot of people didn't pass the, even pass the bar. So it's like, I know that I'm ahead of people. Yeah. But, like, me saying these sentences is literally even, just comparing even myself. The, yes, even the so one of st- you it's like a saying you're of ahead of people. It's like, dude. It's, yeah, like, who cares? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Y- you're, you just did a little more than you did yesterday. Exactly. So wait, what were you about to say? Uh, you paid attention to it. So yeah. like any time that you give 
any energy and time and attention you give to anything else other than yourself, this is why you got to be selfish, bro. First, and hear me out. You got to be selfish to be selfless. Any attention you give towards anybody else that's non-constructive with purpose, you are literally taking that away from your own life. Your best bet is to focus 100% on yourself. Seriously. And I'm, I'm the type of guy to literally, like I see a homeless person, I will literally give them my heart and soul. I will feed them. I will make sure every one of my friends, they're down. I'll give them my time. I'll give them my attention. But again, those are case by case. Your best bet in life to succeed financially, happy, for your friends, your family, your generations, your community, your society, you want to give back, which I do. I want to give back to the world. But in order for me to give back to the entire world, Levi, I can't go to a homeless shelter every Sunday. That takes away from my Sundays. What if I spend my Sundays focusing on myself, building something amazing, literally amazing. So when I do finally reach that beautiful tree that I get from the seed that I planted, which is your best bet, you can then think about Jeff Bezos. He probably, he literally spent his whole life focusing on his baby since 1990, Amazon, boom, 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 boom. They've doted $300 million to charity, $300 million to charity and more probably. Dude, you can take 10,000 people that go to homeless shelters on the weekends and take care of those people, but yet one person helped more than them. Dude, it's not about that it's literally your best bet is to literally be as selfish as possible. I'm not talking about being a douchebag or being dick or being mean to others. I'm talking about okay. D- define being selfish. your best self. Define selfish, like in, in your context. Yeah, my my definition of selfish is taking your attention and focusing it on yourself. And this is where I was getting at: not comparing to others. You can look at others, but com- but use it in a way to where you learn from them, you grow from them, because you're giving the others your attention. So you want to only see positives in others. That's it, bro. I I haven't looked down on Dude, anybody. I, I feel in like we should so long. I feel like we should like. I feel like the word it's humanity or humanity. The word selfish should. be... It's a negative connotation. That's why it's tough to like speak about that. Yeah, it's very true. But it's not a negative word at all. Right. It's good. It's people listening. Be, exactly. That's what I said. Selfish. Don't use the word good or bad. Just don't be a dick. It's wisdom or deceit. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I got another question for you. Yeah, lay it on me. Um, let's see, let's see. <laughs> All right. So, what does the word freedom mean to you? Free will. So, freedom is not external opportunity provided by our government. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to get in politics. I don't get involved with politics, and no one in the world should. So, hold up. Wait, wait, hold up. We're gonna, I'm not about to get into on, this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Bold, bro. Dude, people should definitely get involved with politics, or else how would the fucking like, how would there be police and Dude, like and okay, highways? Okay, let me let me explain stuff. something to you. If you want to get involved politics, the people like you have to be fully loving everything about the government, politics, and wanting to truly change the world, and that's your expression of your best. Bro, I don't think politics is about changing the world. I think that politics is just about like making it functional. Like, dude, with, mm. yo, without politics, I-95 would not exist. No, I like, agree. I like driving to Boca to fucking hang out with you. No, like, for sure, for sure. Without for sure. a fucking United States government, hey, I wouldn't be able to look, fucking Look, I'm not drive. saying politics should be wiped off the face of the earth. And if if you, most people pay too much attention, here, I'm going to go back to it. Too much, this is my, this is the real point I'm trying to make. I don't want to have my words misconstrued. Sure. 
so I'm going to re-say it. I think your attention should never be focused on politics unless you're actually going to get involved in politics. And if you are going to get involved, then focus all of your attention on it and be the best politician to actually make the biggest impact. What do you mean by involved? Like, like vote? And you can vote if you believe in something. Like run for office. Okay. Like learn, read everything about politics, policies, trade, whatever your field is. There's infinite fields. But whatever expression is going through you, like if you – because some people change the world through sports. Some people change the world through artwork. Some people change the world through music. Some people change the world through politics. Like they are really good at – communication especially to large groups of people so it's very important that the people in politics are passionate about it and not doing it for another purpose so if you're going to get into it get into it full-fledged don't watch it on mainstream tv yeah don't get obsessed with it dude my grandma all she does is watch fox news and like talk about uh how how no one cares about the jews and it's like it's, I'm going to tell you right now. It's too much. It's like, listen, I'm get listen, Grandma, listen, Grandma. I love you, but like, find something that you're passionate about that doesn't have to do with like two sides hating each other. What's the Fox. most valuable asset, Levi? Attention. Attention. What does politics on mainstream media do? What does it take from you? Your attention. That's all it's designed to do. Yeah, it's fucked. Same it thing with fucked. reality television. There's NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. What is that? What, I don't know what that is. Neuro-linguistic programming is literally hijacking your subconscious through keywords, roping in, psychological hacking. Like what? Damn. Okay. Dude, okay. Uh, I'll give you a beautiful example if the masses are listening to this. So they used to do this in movie theaters uh, in the 1990s. There used to be a movie, and in the previews and the ads, it would it would do like, oh, they're playing this like uh, trailer, right? And then, boom, quick flash of a picture of Coca-Cola and popcorn. It'd be one slide, but now it's embedded in your subconscious. So oh. now you're like, no, hear me out, hear me out. I think I learned about so now you're psychology like, class. Yeah, oh, psychology, exactly. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, I'm craving popcorn and a Coca-Cola. So I'm going to go grab that before the movie starts. Is this kind of the same reason that McDonald's You, you don't colors, think for a second um, that mainstream news and politics uses even more powerful subconscious oh, there, hijacking there, there techniques. There must be so much shit. There must Ooh. be so much shit. And dude, when you're aware of it, I see it every sentence. Every sentence has a purpose to keep you roped in. There's a perfect split. I'd like to use some of that for my podcast. Oh, for sure, bro. <laughs> bro you can How can I use that? I'm yeah, down. Study it. I got some stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I'm, I'm it's, in. I'm sold. Nah, it's not real, bro. I'm fucking sold. Yeah, yeah, can I, I'll use it for good. Yeah, so like you have politics. This is what's fucked. You have the two-party system. Right, You have the two-party system because humans, if they don't agree with one thing, there has to be the other thing. So the two-party system is just they have someone in politics for everybody because if you don't agree with one, that automatically means you agree with the other. Right? So that's why they have a two-party system. There's literally you get both sides of it. Which is so stupid. It takes all your th- – it takes personal thought out of it. It does. Yeah. And they, if, if you you're literally letting other people think for you. Get so stupid. Oh, that's 100% what it is. And they're conditioning you. They're giving most of it. Are is, you, is the sun on your face? Are you good? No, I'm chilling, dog. Okay, cool. The most thing that they're doing is instilling fear into your minds. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to go into COVID, bro. <laughs> uh-huh. Wait, no, <laughs> go into it. Tell me. Bro, I had it. Less than the flu, bro. It was way less worse than the flu. I know people are have dying from it. I understand that. I understand. And I'm like, sorry and empathetic towards the people that actually had like a problem with it. Um, It's a virus. It's a man-made virus. 
people got hurt from it. Never wish that upon anyone. The media uses it as a scare tactic, unfortunately. And it's clear as day. Like, I'm very unbiased, bro. Like, I am conspiracy, but dude, it's clear as day. Um, What I'm going to say is, like, more people died of fucking suicide four months into the virus. Like, dude, no one gives a fuck about diabetes. No one gives a fuck. Dude, there's so many things that are so much worse than COVID. But yet, the biggest fear is COVID. Mm -hmm. Because it's scary. Because it's unknown. They label it. Dude, all the news does is use labels and scare tactics to grab your attention, bro. That's all it is. All they want is your attention It's and just control. a fucking crazy disease because it's so it is crazy. It's so contagious. Oh, dude, it's, it's actually unbelievable. Like, I'm yeah. shocked how contagious it is. It's insanely contagious. It's like, yeah. Um, no one in my... Actually, no, my little brother had it. He, he kicked it in a few days. And it's like the uh, the vac... Dude, I just can't wait for, the, for this whole fucking... Because the pandemic is still going on. I don't care what you say. If oh, we're, it if, is, if, we're sure. if we're wearing masks in public, then you are. If you're if you, if you're required to wear a mask somewhere, then the pandemic is still happening. Yeah. I can't wait to not have to wear a mask. I can't wait to go to live music. That's all I want. I literally just want, dude. Going back to Tame Impala. I was supposed to see Tame Impala in I, June. I do shit like that now. Yeah, like what? anything I, I live my life exactly how i would if i'm in publix and they require a mask i'm gonna respect it yeah i'll wear it for oh, the for people sure. around me i'm not going to any nursing home nursing homes but dude if i'm walking down the beach on a boardwalk if i'm going out of public if i'm hanging out with my friends dude you really think i'm gonna be wearing a mask oh no they're, they're no no hell, hell no Bro, all no. it all that does levi is disconnect human connection you're right i know i know i'm right um <laughs> This but pa- but again, yeah, this pod, this, if this was on Joe, I, probably Joe Rogan definitely talked about this at least. I haven't listened to many of his podcasts, but like people, the masses don't know, dude. They're they're more manipulated. They by don't the know news. about what the 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 intentions behind like behind new news about COVID. Yes, I mean, dude, I'm conspiracist. It's, so it, again, it, it really this is, is so all fucked. opinion. Yo, but, let, me, let me ask some. But I'm right. Uh, um. So COVID has caused a lot of people to buy at-home gym equipment. Do you think? Oh, do you think that, yeah. like, long term, it would be smart to uh, invest in a company that is manu- all that, online? That, cough, cough, Boca Body. <laughs> that ma- that manufactures uh, gym equipment or is all online, you know, like Boca Body. Yeah, absolutely, bro. If you see an opportunity like that, absolutely. Um, especially now more than ever, that more people are wait, 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 hold scared. Up. Hold on a second. Boca Body is all online? It's going to be very soon. What right? does that mean? So we have an app. We have our programs all online. Um, the reason for this is, dude, someone in the next city over, I want to be able to help them. How do I help them? I have put the, We have created the Boca Body method, which will be out in 30 days. And literally, it's my whole life experience, Sean's whole life experience. What's can, the Boca Body method? The Boca Body method is the golden ratio between exercise Rest and recovery. Oh, I just want to say I just got a little bit hard by the way that your voice just oh, changed. But yeah, really? go ahead. Yo, hits the table. <laughs> exercise, rest and recovery, and lifestyle. Okay, the golden ratio is exercise, rest, recovery, and lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. Be- yeah, because dude, the whole point of exor- of health and wellness is so you can live the highest quality of life. Do you recommend uh, reading material to your clients? For I I don't know. Like, oh oh yeah. Just oh my god yeah. Dude, the last, one of my clients I had the other day, 
I literally told him to go read this uh, this book. It's called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Oh, yeah. And you had me read that yeah, as well. Yeah. So good, man. So good, bro. I'm glad you read it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but there's stuff like that. It's It all depends on like, because they, they asked me for book recommendations. And it depends on what point in time that they're at in their life, where their head's at. Right. So I get them to... I, I guide them and be like, hey, I think you would actually really enjoy this. This is this is kind of help you reach your goal for now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, bro, one thing that I take a lot from when I read like How to Win Friends and Influence People by Taylor Carnegie yeah. or uh, Ego is the Enemy, Ryan Holiday, or mm-hmm. listen to like Gary V shit, it's like I could do that all day or like The Subtle Art of Not oh, Giving a Fuck or whatever. Can yeah. I make it? Um, well, well, I already know what you're gonna say. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I hope I'm right on this. By the way, I think I am. Yeah, go ahead. Because so yeah. no matter how much knowledge you acquire through reading, 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 dude, there's never gonna come a point until you decide that like you already have enough to do whatever you want. Wait, talk directly into the microphone. Like that. <laughs> and wait, you, you might want to like move it down. Like, is that better? There you go. Yeah, Ooh, that's sh- that's gonna true, be a, like, right there. That's gonna be a lot better. Yeah. So like, dude, I was reading like this two years ago, bro. I knew everything two years ago, right? Enough. I knew enough. I thought, but I wanted to learn more and more and more. There's going to come a point where like, well, hold on, hold the phone. What am I just going to keep learning till I'm 40 to finally take action? This is basically what I was going to say. I know. Yeah. Uh, This is very important though, because like you finally, you, you have to make the decision. And I guarantee you, I promise everyone listening to this right now is if you just make the decision right now that you are good enough, more than good enough to reach the goal that you are picturing in your mind and then take action right now, consistently, without doubts, you'll reach that goal. Yeah. I promise. A hundred percent. We're jumping. Uh, we're skipping over a lot here. I know, but that's a big point, bro. It's a big point. I just told everyone that they can have whatever they want. Yeah, you can absolutely it. have <laughs> Like, dude. Yeah. That, that, and I've said that multiple times throughout this podcast. Yeah. That's really, really important to know, but that's not like exactly what I was trying to say here. Okay. Like, you can fucking spend all the goddamn time that you want reading, but until you actually, like, you, you need to apply it. It's applied knowledge, yeah. Yeah, like, you need to apply it. It's like... Ego is the enemy. Every single, or yeah, 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 right. Um, fucking, um, not not ego is the enemy. How to friends and influence people is like every single chapter is a different lesson, and it's told through smaller anecdotes. And it's like no matter how many times you read that, you're not going to get anywhere if you aren't applying it. It's very true. Like, dude, there. Um, it's like fuck knowledge without application yeah you know what i mean it's like that's why there's tests like you don't just learn stuff you get tested on it and yeah yeah like uh you know i have a great example of when i actually used a dale carnegie thing so the first chapter or maybe the second chapter i don't know of how to influence and influence people is is titled something like um bees 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 like honey or something like bees Something about bees and yeah, something about how bees like honey. And if you, or maybe it might be called Don't Slap the Beehive or something. Um, I was studying for the bar exam and we were all on the third floor. Like, and uh, of the, wait, let me start over. This past summer, I studied for the bar exam and the bar takers had the entire library to ourselves because of COVID. Like, they literally locked down the library except for bar takers. But 
every once in a while, someone would basically sneak into the library and study there, which isn't a big, I mean, it's not like they're fucking sneaking into like fucking like a, a table at club 11 or whatever. Like, yeah, it's a fucking it's library. A library. It's a library. Like who cares? So a lot of people would sneak, would sneak into the library, whether you're studying for like a business test or MCAT, who cares? It's Monday. I walk into the library, I'm doing my thing. I get up to grab some lunch with someone. And as I'm walking out, I see these two women and I go up to them. I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, just to say hi, just see what they're studying. Of course. And um, they were they were a little bit younger. They were like 20, 21, and they were studying for the MCAT. And I was like, oh, like, hey, good luck with that. Like, I hope you crush it. Um, do your thing. And they're like, oh, cool, yeah, thanks, uh, awesome. That was Monday. Now it's Thursday. I'm studying on the third floor of the library, along with all the other bar takers. There might have been 13 people there. And all of a sudden, we start hearing this. <coughs> We start hearing like incessant coughing and it's like kind of ridiculous. It's like, hey, if you're going to be in a library and coughing, first of all, it's COVID season. So fucking Jesus Christ, yeah. like, hey, leave if you go, go get tested, but just go to the bathroom, maybe drink some water, do your thing. But no, it was just coughing, 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 disrupting everyone who's studying. So me and all my friends, like we're all kind of scattered on the third floor, but we can all see each other. There's nothing blocking our view. We all kind of look at each other like, what the fuck? My buddy stands up and Sells very loudly. If you're going to keep coughing, we're going to have you kicked out of the library. Quiet. And then we hear, because we don't see the coughing. Yeah. We, we don't see who's coughing. But we hear, Um, I have an asthma condition, okay? So right there, what do you have? You have someone fucking punching a beehive in the fucking beehive i don't know beehive, in the wall of the beehive yeah and people are fucking pissed and my buddy stands up and is about to walk over there but i was actually closest to whoever was coughing so i was like i, I stood up and i walked over there and lo and behold it's the fucking two chicks who were studying for the mcat the on monday and the, the, here they are and i walk up to them and as soon as i turn the corner like we lock eyes and it was like they were like oh, you know what i mean they were like whoa you know what I mean? Yeah. And I looked at them, like, kept it real calm, real real collected, and I was like, hey, what's up? Um, listen, I really don't want this to escalate. Like, I think it would be great if we could all just, like, study here together. Like, let's just live in harmony. Who fucking cares? I asked them what their names were. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, didn't we meet on Monday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your name? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, good luck on the MCAT. Um, just do me a favor. If you guys are going to cough, which I, I, I get it, like, hey, whatever, like, if you could just maybe go to the bathroom, um, or better yet, if you could just like move further down there so that we can't hear you, that would be awesome. And they were like, yeah, sure, no problem, whatever. They end up, they get up, and they move down. It was great. I go back to my area where I was studying, mm -hmm. and guess what starts happening? The bar exam takers, including me, we all start talking and being loud. And now we're the ones being very disruptive. So... We like it gets to the point where we're like now instead of studying, we've all just like congregated in one part of the third floor and we're just talking about like fucking bullshit, like, just like COVID or who or who cares. While we're talking and being loud, I hear a little voice, a girl's voice, one of those chicks, like kind of say kind of loudly, "Um, excuse me, can you guys please be quiet?" But none of us even acknowledged it. Like I heard it, I'm sure other people heard it, but none of us, none of us even acknowledged it. So. What ends up happening is that one of the girls stands up, walks up to us, 
and says this. Um, excuse me, I'm trying to study. Can you guys please be quiet? And it's like, yo, like, she could have done that in a much yeah. better way. Yeah. Like, if she came up to us and said, um, excuse me, like, I'm really sorry to bother you guys. I know that this is your library. You guys are law students. Um, uh, is there anywhere that uh, that we can move that will be a little bit more quiet? Dude, I'm sure that the bar takers, including me, would have been like, oh, of course, go to the second floor, there's no one there, and everything would have been cool, but no. She decided to slap the beehive. Mm -hmm. And my buddy, who was the original one who yelled, hey, we're going to have you kicked out of the library, stood up, walked up to her. They had a fucking screaming match. My buddy goes to one of the head librarians. The head librarian comes and kicks these, two, kicks these two girls out. And as the two girls are walking out, they look at me and basically like flick me off with their eyeballs. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, those books, Dale Carnegie, Ryan Holiday, everything that Gary Vee says, all that shit... It's like, if you don't apply it, then why are you reading it? And I feel like I applied it. And I feel like, honestly, I could have gone even further. And when that girl came up to us and said, excuse me, will you guys please be, like, be quiet, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what I could have done was, like, I could have stood up and walked up to them and said, like, hey, like, if you guys could, like, I don't want this to escalate. I don't want you guys to leave the library. You guys need to go to the second floor. Like, I think that it would have been a lot better and it would have been me applying the book even harder. Like what I did by going up to them and like saying kind of quieting the situation down, that was very Dale Carnegie of me and I'll pat myself on the back for that. But I look back on the situation and I'm like, I could have done more, but I wouldn't have done any of that stuff if I didn't, re if I didn't read the lessons of Dale Carnegie. I mean, maybe I would have, who knows? Yeah. But Dale Carnegie definitely gave me the push of doing that. And I feel like if you just spend your whole fucking life reading and reading and reading and reading in your, in your room, not applying anything, then you're not going to fucking get and, up and, and talk you know to those two crazy, girls. you know what's crazy, bro? That's a, dude, I love that whole story. That was awesome. Thanks, bro. Well said. That was, that was like intriguing. I picture the whole thing. So like, if you, if you read all day long there's there has to be a point that you decide that you know enough i chose the point that i know enough early 22 23 what are you going to keep reading till you're 30 because well, you wait pick, I, I thought but you read 38 books this year i did yeah i still read i'm never going to not read the only difference was the shift in action seriously like there came a point where i was like all right all right all right I'm going to read and take massive action. Nice. So nice. You, you only learn that though through like, you only learn that through just sitting around, not having nothing happen to you, bro. Everyone's listening to this. If you've had deja vu where you think you've been waking up in the same bed, same position, having 90% of the same day happen to you for the past year, odds are you are taking no action. That's facts. Yeah, it is yeah. facts. Yeah. But, I guarantee you, doesn't mean you're not reading or learning or growing inside, but unfortunately, you're not taking action action. You know, you're making excuses. You're like, oh, that. by the way, going to the gym for me back in the day was an excuse because I felt like I was taking action. Even though I would come, I would work out, I'd be like, yeah, I had a great day today and all I did was fucking work out. Mm -hmm. But I'd be like, yeah, I took action. No. <laughs> Now I'm using working out to enhance my life, to enhance my cognitive function, to enhance the way I look, to enhance the way I feel. Dude, learning. I read so I can enhance the way I feel. I read so I can know 
and have that knowledge to apply it. You know what I mean? I do. There's going to come a point in everyone's life where you eventually pull the trigger. And this happens multiple times, but one big time where you're like, I'm just going to become a doer, a yes man, an action man, no more thinking. Yet you're equipped with the tools because you're smart enough to do it. Dude, thinking is so important, but it can also fuck you up. Because oh, it's like, time. dude, a big thing that I got from you is if you're thinking about the past, then you are depressed. Yep. If you're thinking about the future, then you're anxious. But if you're calm and collected, then you're being present. Yes, sir. Yeah, and it's like, dude, that that shit is so fucking important, man. I had a um, I had a business call two days ago, and after the business call, I um. I was like real I got so anxious about the next steps of what's going to happen next what if this happens and I was yeah. just freaking out but dude I just wrote I wrote it out and I figured out like a good path to take to make sure that what I want to have happen happens which is like if you're worrying about shit then you're anxious but if you're actually like yes, sir. if you're presently writing shit down at the you're in a flow you state take, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> then you're present and you're actually you're you're figuring it out. You're doing you're fucking solving problems, man. That's what when you meditate, bro, be present. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like yeah. I said, you'll reach the flow state. You literally live your whole life in a flow state. If you're in that state as much as possible, you're gonna get more done than you ever have, mm-hmm. ever. If you spent even remember how you said your attention, your attention is still in your head. Do you understand that? So if you're thinking of a story, it basically past memories. You're still allocating your one asset, your one focal point of life. You're looking into the uh, glass of time and reiterating a story. So you're thinking about a story in that moment. In reality, nothing's happening because you're passively thinking of that story, right? You're giving your attention to that. You're looking at, instead of looking at a neighbor's garden or grass, you're looking at a story from the past. You're living in the past. Wait, I'm, wait, I'm, a, little bit, I'm a little lost. Okay, so, so, so if, you're, if you have a thought about a past memory a thought about a past memory okay you are allocating your one resource attention towards that memory dude one thing that i've been thinking about a lot and that's is taking like, away from the one yeah like real thing you have is like, the present the, the one thing that i've been thinking about a lot is like uh why the fuck am i allowing this to take up so much real estate in my brain yes that's a great way to look yeah. at it that's an excellent metaphor yeah that's an excellent. It's like there's only so much. There's only so much bandwidth in my mind, and it's like, why would I allocate any of it to something that's gonna hold me back? Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Ooh. Today is a gift. Yeah. That is why it's called the present. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. So we actually strayed away super far from the question. Oh yeah. What, what was the question? What is freedom? <laughs> really, we're gonna go back to that that question. Yeah. Oh, we did stray away from that. Holy yeah, because, shit! Because, because you talked. You, there was a lot of other questions afterwards. Yeah, because but. you brought about you brought up like politics, and then I was like, yeah, well, let's whoa, talk whoa, about whoa, that. that's yeah. a bold statement. So, what is freedom to you? And actually, I, you know what? I'm gonna kind of be a douche here, and because I, 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 I kind of want to answer first. Okay. Um, to me, freedom is having the ability to do whatever you want within reason. That's that is my definition of freedom. Yeah, my, mine's the same thing. The ability to do whatever you want. While respecting others' boundaries. I love that. Yes. Yes. Like, it's the, like, when doing whatever you want becomes a problem for you or others, then you're hindering other people's lives. Yes. Or you're making other people's lives just worse. Agreed. You know? So, that being said, freedom isn't just a choice that you make. Freedom is 
a collection of actions that it, like freedom is not given it's earned you know it's like my to, like freedom to me like it, me doing whatever i want all the time would be me doing f- the podcast full time and traveling all the time you know and you can do that and i, I can do, i and because i can do that you have free will yeah mm-hmm. i i have free will but in order to be like so okay, my defini- my definition of freedom: doing whatever you want within reason. And I know if I wanted to, I could fucking get in my car right now and just travel America and South America, and wherever, yeah, you and can. just podcast with people. But the problem is, if I did that, then all of my student loans would be gaining hella interest. My car would probably get repoed, and I mean, I just wouldn't have any money in the bank. And it's like. That's where within reason comes in. Goddamn, I'm having so many headphone problems. That's where within reason comes in. Because it's like, dude, if if I defaulted all my student loans, you know who the guarantor is? My mom. And then she would have like a gigantic fucking issue on her hands while see, I'm that's, out there see, that's podcasting. What, see, that's, that's the thing. That's actually what's big in my life, bro. Like, I lived with my parents for a while, like a long, long time. They took care of me. I'm very, very blessed. I came from South Florida. Um, but I don't feel fully free. And it's not because I can't do whatever I want. It's because if I was to make a choice, like I would just drive around and do whatever I want, unfortunately, I still have some ties to my parents. And it would, I'm, I'm now intruding on their boundaries. Yeah. You have to be completely independent in your life. If you have ties to anybody, you, first of all, become independent completely. That's huge. Then make decisions. I'm very much not there yet. I'm trying to get there. We all are, man. It's okay. <laughs> Seriously, we all have different situations. Like I, I know people that still live with their parents and they're thirty, but they're amazingly successful, which is crazy. Right. But they're never they're not experiencing true freedom mm-hmm. because they still have ties. Even though they're like, Oh, there's no rent. This is a prime example. Oh, there's no rent. So it's like there's no stress, but there's actually a bigger stress because you're not fully free. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So freedom is the ability to do whatever you want totality with with respect within reason and respecting others boundaries. I, I think we that. I think we just combined our definitions of freedom yeah, to create a better it. one. I fucking I actually love that. Well, dude, we've been going for a while now. Bro, I don't even care yeah, how long, bro. Dude. I've been chilling. I love yeah. every minute of this. Yeah, this has been great. We we went on for about 2 hours. Um this has actually been, fu- been awesome. This has been fun. Any shout outs that you want to do? Any plugs that you want to do? I'm sure you want the Yeah, I'm going to be on the Emmys uh, coming up. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I want to give a shout out to obviously my family, every one of them. It's my mom's birthday today. Holy shit. Oh, I got to go home and spend time with her. Yeah. Mom, oh shit. I hope she didn't listen to this. (laughs) I told her I was busy busy all day. She's like, You're making a podcast with Lisa? She just doesn't understand. I'm just kidding. (laughs) She doesn't understand, man. Yeah, but I actually got to take her out to dinner very soon. So uh, shout out mom, shout out Lori, Lori Schultz, best realtor in South Florida. Happy birthday, happy 39th birthday. How can people get in? 39. How can <laughs> people get year. in contact with you? Contact with me. Go to yourbocabody.com. Read about us. You can message me on there, um, yourbocabody.com, and yeah, everything is on there, man. That's that's what we do. If I was shaking your hand, I would hand you a business card right now. Got new ones in the mail. They're pretty fucking dope. Nice. Honestly. Yeah, you want one? Yo, check this out. Yeah, man. Check this. I want you to. I want you to describe what you're seeing sure. when I hand you this business card. Sure. And tell me it's actually what you think. All right, it let's can take be a look. Positive or negative? I take no offense. Boca Body, master your health. Austin Schultz, mindset and wellness specialist. Sean King, movement and performance coach. I love that. And um. Flip Boca it over, body, baby. I'm, I'm gonna. Yep. 
dude. Here's how to acquire your dream body. Step one, go to our website. Step two, pick your goal. Step three, take action. Step four, in bold, enjoy your new life. Yourbocabody.com. Oh, dude. This is fucking sweet. All right. This is nice, Pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> I, I can keep this? You can keep that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Peace. Peace. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the show. This has been the Graham Radio Podcast. Follow Dr. Stinney on Instagram. Check out yourbookabody.com. Follow Graham Radio on all uh, social media platforms. And check out the post-game mixes. Check out the playlists on Spotify and SoundCloud. I love you. Peace.